source of the transmission, but nobody's here. Should a couple of space truckers be making first contact with an alien ship? Sorry it's so messy. It's hard to get maid service in space. <laughs> Who are you? My name's Gordon Shumway. I crash-landed here. How ironic. My ship goes down, my insurance premium goes up. <laughs> That's hilarious. Maybe we should take him back to the Nostromo. Ripley here. Quarantine procedure says we are forbidden from bringing any alien life form on board, Kane. Thanks, Captain Paranoid of the SS Rules. We're bringing this hilarious motherfucker aboard. Listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 141. Welcome to the Buzzed Kill Podcast, but more importantly, welcome back to Ocean Recording Studio. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. Hey, Justin's back. What's okay. happening, gentlemen? Hey, bud. What's going on? Man, that left snare hand during that air drumming felt a l- like I was hitting that snare a lot harder this time around. You were really going for it. That extra weight. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Let me see that thing. Oh, boy. I that did the deed, folks. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. I've been gone a couple weeks from the show, went to the lovely island of Maui and got married. So that was... You look good, that was man. Cool. So, thanks, man. So that was pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then, but then did other stuff. You look good. You've got the... Uh, is that a glow? You've got the glow that only the Hawaiian sun and the love making of an honest man can bring you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I will take it. <laughs> so what's going on, fellas? Not a whole lot. Uh, I mean, I, you, you ask, you, you say that, and we just kind of glossed over. Jay got married, yeah. so yeah. a lot's been going on. So. Well, I, I, I asked that just because I, I know that both you and I are going to say we didn't do anything this week, so why mm. don't we just skip over to Jay and see what well, he's been up to? I, I will brief a few highlights really quick. Quick, um, saved a man's <laughs> life. Um, uh, booked our our flight to the other island for a honeymoon for the following week by mistake. Ended up getting it switched, so it was okay. A um, uh, guy died from a shark the day that we were leaving. Oh, there was no. a girl that was missing, and we saw the the helicopter with the rescue basket flying around looking for her, and they found her alive. Oh, that and was the girl that was gone for seventeen days. Yeah, you saw them flying we, around. We saw the, for her? the basket. We're like, what's that? And they found her. And here's, uh, the, here's the crazy got part. Got married. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of a it's kind of a footnote. Here's the crazy part. The guy that he saved the dude's life is the dude that actually found the girl, but then later he's the dude that died in the shark attack. It's Isn't all that weird? It's all crazy. connected. Crazy web we weave. <laughs> I do find it funny that there hasn't been a shark. Wait, you find this funny? Well, it's it's humorous <laughs> to me at least. Um, <laughs> Dick. Um, I I find it funny that there hasn't been like a a shark death by shark in, in Hawaii for years and then the one week that we do an episode about Jay going to Hawaii and possibly getting eaten by a shark mm-hmm. a dude gets eaten by a shark yep <laughs> yeesh you were like I wonder if it's him I haven't heard from him <laughs> well it could have been us when we we were supposed to go to Hawaii originally we were supposed to be going cage diving that was our big thing that we wanted to do yeah <laughs> and little did we know there was hungry fucking sharks in the water <laughs> and in hindsight too like we were planning on you found this like janky ass <laughs> boat that would take us out for a hundred bucks is that just chicken wire yeah that's chicken wire <laughs> and then we watched 47 meters down and i'm like i'm not sure i'm ever gonna go cage diving yeah uh. so 
Uh, what, um, what you looking at, Mike? I just got a text message, and apparently my phone number is getting spammed out because it's me with 19 other people I don't know. Uh, and it just says, 25-year-old white girl, uh, 25, 25 year old white young girl here. I am not shy, and we can make this crazy tonight. I can show you some extreme stuff. Hell yeah, dude. So, you you going to respond? <laughs> respond with one of those Snapchat pictures where you look like the girl because <laughs> you're using the filter. <laughs> did we ever talk about that on here? Uh, no. I did that? Oh, no. No, we didn't. That's it. That's interesting. Why don't oh you tell that story? So a couple of weeks back, uh, the world exploded because Snapchat put a gender swap filter on their uh, on their their the the app. Yeah. And uh, I used mine, and I got to be honest with you, I look like a pretty solid five out of ten. Mm, yeah, pretty yeah. solid. <laughs> you didn't look nearly as good as Jay. Hey, Jay, Jay looks fantastic. Jay was actually looking if, fine. If I, if I well, wasn't married, Mike, I would have. Well, 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 apparently. A lot of other dudes didn't seem to think that I was only a 5 out of 10 because uh, in a drunken night over at our friend Chris's house, <laughs> myself and roommate Jen and uh, Chris and his wife Nicole, um, we decided to make myself a fake, uh, actually it was a very real Tinder account as a female and use that picture uh-huh. within an Oh god, how long was it? Within the three hours that I was awake that night from the time we did it to when I was at home going to bed, I had something like thirty messages and not just matches. Not not just ma- actual no, messages. No, actually, I, I had thirty matches and something like fifteen messages though in the three <laughs> hours of just dudes like literally trying to get their dick in. Like it's like hey, it was ridiculous. Is and that I, how your eyes really look, or is that a filter? No, yeah, that was a legit message. Like they were creepy. I legit had a peek on the other side of the curtain of what chicks actually go through on these fucking dating sites. Yeah, it was kind of an eye-opening it's bummer. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah. These. It, what's even more gross is that these dudes. They just don't. Well, they well, don't well, have. To, to be fair, most most people on Tinder, men and women alike, are out for pretty much one thing. They're casting a wide net too, so they're probably saying that to about seventy people every sure. hour. How many? Uh, how many penises did you see? I thought <clears throat> that I was going to get one because there was a dude asking me if I had a Snapchat, like he like he was going to send it to me, or he figured out I was using a filter. I can't figure out. But I'm choosing to believe he wanted my Snapchat so he could send me a dick. Uh, because <laughs> I'm convinced of it. I just realized I left out one other highlight that I saw more penis than I expected one day because we went over this rock climbing cliff and yeah. down to this other beach. And I'm like, is that a man's ass? And it <laughs> definitely ass. was. There's all these naked men running around. We stumbled upon a nude beach. And there was some women there too, but it was mostly all older couples. Just dudes. Yeah. And they were all out there just strutting their stuff. Nice. That was interesting. Just waving in the wind. <laughs> Could you guys do that? Like maybe when, maybe when I'm in my 70s and I don't care anymore, but could you do it right now? Like go to a nude beach and just hang no, brain? No, I could, I could literally have like a one foot pla- flaccid dick, not plastic dick, <laughs> flaccid dick <laughs> and, still, and still feel self-conscious though being naked out on the beach. I, think. Yeah. I, I just don't think I could do it. I think I'd I don't be, know. I think I'd just be more worried about sunburn, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like you know the guys that have the white uh, the white sunblock oh, on like their the, nose. Uh, you the just cover z- your whole schlong <laughs> and cover your dick in zinc oxide. <laughs> I saw something crazy today, right? What? So I'm driving and it's in a 30 mile an hour zone. And this car, there's a few cars in front of me, and this other car comes up right in my ass, like inches away, right? And I was not expecting <laughs> to get my ass ridden today. And so, but this happened, and I'm like, okay, I was the, the honeymoon's over. <laughs> He's doing the cutting back and forth, like trying to push me along. I'm like, there's a minivan of kids in front of me. And so I'm like, I want to just 
brake check this guy, get out and punch him. But I kept my cool and he starts backing off. We come around a curve on 13 Mile by Jefferson mm-hmm. where there's a, a guardrail. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we all turned and he just went full force at 35 and boom, smashed head onto this guardrail. Oh, really? He had his face in his phone. Oh, yeah. He got, he's like, I turned the wheel and it just where didn't was turn. At? Where was this at? 13 Mile in Jefferson Did by, you or by Greater Mac. Oh, so you so you were going you were going toward, like towards Harper. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. I know exactly. <laughs> we what we was stopped about. and got we out. Stopped. He uh, he jumped out. He tried taking his license plate off and trying to run before the cops were getting what? there. Uh, and so he ended That's up not get, he ended up not getting away. Huh. Good. So that was that was entertaining. Did you did you shoot him? <laughs> no. <laughs> shoot shoot his knees out so he no. couldn't run away. <laughs> or just his tire. Well, but, I guess he was trying to run though. But he was he was all disoriented, and I was thinking every time I encounter a situation like this now. When the person gets out of the car, I want to be like, what are you waiting for, man? Get out of here. Go, go. And they're going to be so disoriented, they'll oh just start God, running oh away. <laughs> don't people, so unless unless that car was stolen to begin with, don't people realize that even if you take the plate off, your VIN number is stolen in the car. <laughs> right. like it's, it's super yeah. easy to find out well, who you are. Unless the car is stolen and you put like a different plate That's on. That's what I'm sure saying. Like that, yeah. But yeah. Jeez. It's real stupid. Well, that is ridiculous. And, and that's a day in the life of J-Raj. <laughs> You have had more things happen to you, like aside from getting married, in the last two weeks than have happened to me in the last year. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I think I'm with you on that. <laughs> Come hang out, man. <laughs> we need to. So, uh, yeah, uh, so we'll just move on from there because because uh, me and Mike are boring people. Uh, yeah, nothing nothing really happened. The only thing that happened this week the, that I wanted to maybe bring up was, speaking of people dying in shark cage and things, uh, we got the trailer for the new 47 Meters Down. Oh, I didn't uh, watch it. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it looks pretty good. It's um, it's definitely more like the descent than anything else because they're not in a cage this time. They're like underneath. They're in like a cave system, I think. And there's a great wa- and there's a great white in there while they're scuba like, diving and, around in the cage. Yeah, Damn. it looks more more descenty, but it also looks way more put on. Like it's mm. it's way more. I don't want to say fantasy based, but like unlikely. <laughs> well, well, because we we discussed last week that already the sharks in in uh, forty seven meters down weren't acting like. The way real sharks do. Yeah, yeah. So this is now well, you've clearly, now you've clearly got a shark not because cr- the dude got eaten alive in the ocean. <laughs> so correction. Now that actually reminds me of the the VR thing that I did last week because mm-hmm. that's kind of the same thing. Like they have you dive down like 138 meters or whatever, and sure. then that great white is cruising around in the caves under there. Oh yeah. So it's kind of like that. Yeah, I wonder if they somebody did that VR game and they're like, yeah, I'm gonna go write a movie now. Could be. Well, Johannes Robbins, uh, Roberts, Robertson, Roberts, Roberts. Yeah. He directed it again. So. Oh, right on. Cool. So he's doing doing his own sequel. So there's that. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah. So let's get into some corrections then, and we can move on to this week. No, no real good segue this week. No. I'm just not doing it. Stupid! You're so stupid! Uh, first up, I just want to uh, expand upon something that we talked about last week about um, probably the third greatest movie ever made, Waterworld. Yeah. Um, at the time of filming in 1995, Waterworld was the single most expensive movie ever made mm-hmm. at $172 million, which by today's standards for a lot of stuff pretty is cheap pretty flick. cheap. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about the, um, I think the, the record holder right now is the three Hobbit prequel films because mm-hmm. they consider those all one big film just oh. released separately because they were all filmed at the same time. Sure. And that was like $670 million or something like that. Uh, total total combined. Um, um, I know Titanic was like two hundred million. Um, uh, that uh, that movie I was just ta- telling you about a couple weeks ago, the uh, the Wandering Earth, the one that was like shadow dropped on Netflix and nobody knew about it. I'm pretty sure they spent almost seven hundred million on it. 
Uh, well, not it the, was it was China's it was China's biggest biggest budget maybe this is, film maybe, ever. Maybe it's U.S. Maybe it's U.S. films then, like like United States yeah. made I'll, films. That might know. be a yeah. correction for next week. I gotta I gotta look that up and see if I read that right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I just thought that was interesting to expand on that. And also, uh, you said that there were many freshwater sharks. That is false. I said there that, are not. I said that there are. Sh- I said that there are quite a few yes, types of well, sharks who can survive in freshwater. Also false. Um, so the only other family of sharks that live in freshwater are three species from the Glyphus family of sharks, mm-hmm. uh, and that is the Ganges, the Northern River, and the Speartooth shark. Speartooth shark. <clears throat> Speartooth. Uh, however, these species only exist in Southeast Asia, New Guinea, and Australia, making the bull shark the only other species that can live in freshwater. Oh, really? The bull shark is the only one. They live actually primarily in salt water, but they have an extra gland in them that can expel... Or, or maybe maybe they're freshwater, the gland expels the salt. It's, some, yeah, it's, something, it's science. There's an extra gland that yeah. makes them allow so them to be in So it's just the bull both. shark? Yes. Okay. Yep. I remember okay. a long time ago hearing a story that they actually found a bull shark in one of the Great Lakes. There has been there has been reports of there's been two reports I believe of bull sharks at the most southern tip of Lake Michigan mm. because they they are in the Mississippi all all right, right, down right. the Mississippi. The problem is though is that when you get northern into the Mississippi, it's too cold and, and, bull, they, and they absolutely cannot survive. That. And bull sharks are dicks, right? Yeah, well, yeah, bull sharks like are like them and tiger sharks are they're like the, bull sharks the top are culprits for yeah, actually. Yeah, great whites are actually people. not. Not, not, I don't even think they're in the top three because well, they're more they're they're not aggressive. Well, by and when they do take a bite, it's a test bite. Yeah, bull sharks like they, will rip, rip they, it they bite you and they go, "That doesn't taste like yep. a fish," and then they or a or a seal, and then they no. let you go. Unfortunately, that bite <laughs> takes like half your body <laughs> yeah, away. That's, that's true. <laughs> oh, that's not a fish. That leg wasn't a fish. Damn it! But uh, anyway, that's all I got. Uh, I've got a couple from Carney here. Uh-oh. Uh oh, he's becoming our new veto. Because uh, Vito hasn't been too vocal about corrections lately. So uh, thank you, Carney, for both of these. Indiana Jones, the boulder scene. Mm-hmm. We said it was in uh, Temple of Doom. It's actually in Raiders of the Lost is, Ark. Yep, you're right. You're right. And secondly, we were talking about the uh, the alien Ripley hybrid from one of the alien movies. And we said that it was in Alien 3 when it, in, when it was actually in Alien Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So thank you, Carney, for calling us out on our shit. I mean, you're, you're still a dick, but that's fine. <laughs> and we, that's, need, we need you in our lives. <laughs> yes, we do. So that's it for corrections. Speaking of aliens. Yes. James. Yes. What are we doing today? Well, today, uh, today, Michael, we're talking about aliens. aliens. We, we figured since it's Jay's first week back, we we're just going to kind of cruise in with a nice little top 10. Yeah. A Buzzkill podcast top 10. And so we're... we're we're going back to our old standby of, of aliens. <laughs> How many freaking alien shows have we done now? It doesn't matter. Aliens are my absolute favorite things to talk about because I fucking love them. Just in, in general. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so so this week we're doing a top 10 alien. Uh, we got we have a few categories. Sort of it's kind of a, It's, it's kind like of a top a, five with five other categories we have mixed in. Yeah, so. it's all very it's all very loosely constructed. Basically, we're just going to talk about aliens for a couple just hours like and it's going to be fun. Just like loosely constructed. Very loosely constructed. <laughs> <laughs> the only part of you that's loosely constructed is your butthole. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, they make a cream for that. That's fine. <laughs> I live my life just fine. Was was that one of those moments, Jay, where I uh, I shouldn't talk about Mike's butthole? <laughs> I, I think that's... Uh, the, uh, well, I'll just say the first thought that came to mind was him farting and it just going... <sighs> <laughs> You know it does that sometimes. You laugh. Just, just there. There's no rumble. <laughs> and then if he squeezes really tight, it's just sort of a. 
<laughs> All right. It's, it's actually more like a. That's, that was what I just did. It sounded like one of those back of the door springs. <laughs> <laughs> when your cat flicks it. Uh, we don't have cats. Ah, um, you should get cats. <laughs> this is devolving very quick. Uh, speaking of devolving, or rather evolving, uh, aliens are yeah. quite highly evolved. Segway. Uh, this week, from Right Brain Brewery, we are drinking Luminous Lemon Ale, which uh, on, on the... Uh, on the can here, it's got a, a giant UFO, which is actually a huge lemon. Yep. Uh, giving you a thumbs up, which is cool. Give and you a thumbs up. We're, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's I giving you a little thumbs up. So the aliens are driving a lemon, which is funny because it's you know like here on Earth we say a, a shitty car is a lemon. The the aliens. Ah, uh, that's funny. The yeah. aliens look like they're alien versions of the wacky inflatable flailing arm tube man. <laughs> <laughs> wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, luminous lemon ale from Right Brain Brewery, and they're uh, they're abducting a little guy on the uh, on the bottom of the which, can there, which is really cool. The silhouette of that guy a... looks more like an alien. Yeah, than the yeah. Actually <laughs> looks like a gray. Yeah, he looks like a classic gray, and then he's being abducted by wacky waving inflatable well, arm flailing Listen, man, what if you abducted the aliens? What if uh, what if Whoa. what if aliens landed here and they got rid of the dinosaurs because they were a threat, right? But what if but what if the aliens were the dinosaurs? What if we were the aliens? What if man? we were the dinosaurs? I can't wait till we get that technology because I'm gonna fly to every other planet and I'm just gonna go <laughs> the baby be like, oh Sam, motherfuckers, <laughs> and suck them up and take them, and then I'm gonna he's gonna start sh- shoving experiments, stuff in their, shoving shit in their ass, and be like, how do you like it? <laughs> Payback's a bitch. I don't. I really really don't <laughs> all right here an uplifting lemon experience behold a bright refreshing lemon ale made with pure lemon zest and juice this otherworldly beer glows with all natural ingredients and shining notes of citrus surrender your taste buds to the tractor beam of this aromatic ale luminous boldly goes to the heights of summer flavor and beyond made with the zest and juice of real lemons drink as fresh as possible Right Brain Brewery is from 16th Street, Traverse City, Michigan, 49684. Yes, sir. Send them a letter. Let them know they're doing a good job. Uh, so if you're curious where our intro came from this week, since obviously I don't want to give any of our picks away, uh, I chose it was something. from Cyborg Fowl. <laughs> Cyborg Fowl? What? Robot Chicken. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is a chicken actually a fowl? Uh, I mean, it's a bird. I don't know if they considered it. I guess. Are all birds considered fowl? I really don't know. I don't know. Correction for next week. I got to tell you this, though. The cutest thing, uh, my, my daughter my daughter likes to play this game where I describe like a couple different uh, aspects of, a, of, a, of an animal, and then she has to guess which animal it is. So I said, what kind of animal has like big, beautiful feathers on its butt and goes like this? And she goes... A pea fowl. <laughs> Isn't that so cute? It's adorable. It is. Um, the alien, though, in question in the intro was none other than Elf. The greatest alien. Oh, yeah. The greatest alien to ever grace the small screen. <laughs> he ate cats. Oh. There's a whole scene of that, and it's fucking great. All right. Cheers, I, cheers boys. Cheers. cheers. I recommend looking it up, though. Ooh, right, Brain. You've done it right again. Oh, wow. I like it. That's really it's, good. It's like... That is super lemony, too. It's like lemonade minus the sugar that gets you drunk. Uh, what? Yeah. That's yes. what it is. The, it's it's like a shandy almost, but like significantly less sweet. There's no, which there's I, no, there's no, like no sweet. I kind of like it. it. It's actually... Yeah. Uh, it's more crisp than a shandy. It's very crisp. It's 
really good. Crisp. What a twist. <laughs> what the crisp. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. I like it. Yeah. Was that was, an expensive four pack? Uh, I don't even know what it cost me, to be honest with you. I wasn't paying attention. No, it wasn't. It was, was a six pack. No, it was no, it was a four, a four pack. pack. Uh, it was eight and change, and then I had two dollars off because I buy booze all the time for the show. <laughs> so it was only like six and change. Oh, I, okay. When we were at Canteen the other day, and you, you sounded like a real cool guy, and you're like, hey, did you put that on my... What'd you say? Did you put that on my... Uh, you put it under my name. No, all, you said something. Or on my tab or on my list or... My t- no, it was like, did you put that on my account? Oh, my account, yeah. <laughs> we just got done buying some booze and then as we were like <laughs> walking out, Mike turns around and he goes, hey, did you put that on my account? And I go, that's either super cool or you're an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> they probably think that I'm an alcoholic because I buy so much beer every week for the show. Well, you're functional still, so it's all good. Uh, that's debatable. <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> so, uh, before we get into the news, oh yes, we actually have a new segment here on the show. Oh, we do? We do. Um, <clears throat> Mike uh, Mike has been talking to me about the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm. for quite a while, and I'm way behind on it. I'm actually, what, out of the 23 movies, I've seen maybe five. six of them? Yeah. Yeah. So, for the next 23 weeks... Uh, we decided that we we're going to watch one every Sunday, and then on the show, uh, we thought maybe I could do a, a quick review of those movies. But being that brevity is not really my thing, and also nobody wants to hear me talk any extra than I already do on the show, I, uh, I actually called up my, my cousin, Jimmy Tony, from, from down south and asked him if he would do it, and oh. he was uh, he was happy to has oblige. He, has he not seen these movies either? Nope. He hasn't, so he's watching them right along with us, and uh, and he's he's uh, agreed to come in for this segment for the oh, next twenty three weeks. Yeah, he's oh, here. He's kind of an asshole. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I'll bring him in a minute, but uh, first, it's Jimmy Tony's marvelous minute. <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah, well, welcome. Thanks for having me in here. Hi, Tony. I got to tell you, this is the fanciest studio I've been in my life. Well, well thanks, man. I Look appreciate at that. that. Computer sitting over there. That damn bass guitar in the corner got five strings on it. You <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> that's that's a, that's a real bass guitar. Now, J. Rog, I assume, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Hey, nice to meet you, my hey. friend. Hey, I just heard that you got married. Congratulations I, oh, on the nuptials there. Thank you. And the nutshells. Nutshells. Uh, oh, oh, it's nuptials, that, that, oh, boy. That, that, sorry, I didn't I didn't get understand the, the, out of your ears. the accent. Who, boy? <laughs> And look what we got over here. Mm. Michael. It's been a while. Damn, boy, you look like Bear Grylls, except for instead of hiking out into the woods and living off your own piss for a couple of days like a real man, you got yourself a fancy hairdo and just sit around doing video games all day. I'm (laughs) slap you, boy. Yeah. What a pussy. Can we, can we, can we, can we move on here? This, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Well, ever ever uh, since that last time, you know. Yeah. Well, hey, 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 it's not my fault if you can't take a little bird shot to the ass, boy. Mm, mm. All right. Well, Jimmy Tony's Marvelous Minute, of course, (laughs) as they uh, got you caught up here. I'm, uh, I'm watching my, I'm watching the MCU movies with my, my good cousin there, James. And uh, I'm just going to run you through them in a minute. Hopefully, I can stay within my uh, my time limit here. So, uh, who wants to tie me? All right, I got it. Let's see if we can get this asshole. Ready? The better. On your mark. I heard that, by the way. Well, I didn't say anything. God's watching. Get God is watching. Dick. Go. All right, Tony Stark, of course, Iron Man. Tony Stark is slick as owl shit and about as rich as a king. 
can pretty much do whatever he wants. Hell, he can pretty much do whomever he wants, and he does it often, which, in fact, leads to the finest, finest line in the entire movie. I got caught doing a piece for Vanity Fair. You know it if you know it, right? Well, long story short, I'm not going to go into the, the, uh, the details of the movie too much because you've all seen it. Uh, he finds himself in a uh, dilemma of somewhat Faustian nature. He either sells, sells the soul of the devil, sell his, uh, his damn uh, weapons of mass destruction to the bad guys, get, the, get all the money in the world, or hell, he can uh, become a hero himself. And he chooses the latter. He chooses the latter. And I respect him for that. A little bit of internal conflict, and he comes out on top. So, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. To wrap this up, how much time I got left there? Uh, you're, you're four seconds. I got four seconds. That's not good. <laughs> well, hey, if you're the type of person that likes to put scores, <laughs> is it really a minute? <laughs> <laughs> you, we'll let you continue, Jimmy Tony. Well, if it's your first time here. You're getting used to the ropes of things. This ain't that slow, right, laid-back well, drawl right, of a country I, that I you're appreciate used to. it, boys. If you want me to put scores on the movie, I'll give Tony a 9.5 for knowing the right thing to do, but a 2.5 for the facial hair. Pepper Potts gets a damn 8.5 for them freckles, because them's cute as hell, right? Now that we can agree on. Now, I, I would have given her a perfect 10, except I have to knock that uh, extra point and a half off the top, because that girl in real life is crazier than a sack of cats. Obadiah <laughs> Stain, of course, gets a 1 for his moral compass and a 10, because he has the coolest name I've ever heard. And uh, overall, I'd give Iron Man a 9. Why is that? Uh, it's just a damn fine first installation for the, uh, for the uh, MCU. All right. And that's it, boys. I'm out. All right. Jimmy Tony, everybody. Uh, James. Yeah. You know what? Mm -hmm. You should have told me he was coming on. He's family, man. Yeah. I, what I, do you mean? I told I told you he was coming on. Yeah, I still on. can't sit down right, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's got a point. Bird, yes. Bird it's, shot it, to the ass is not that bad. He used to do it to me all the time when we were younger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's Southern. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> all right. Well, uh... <laughs> Speaking of a bloody ass, let's get into some blade feet. <laughs> Mikey, want to come out and play? Ass <laughs> already hurts enough. Thank you very much. <laughs> Fucking fuck shot. Oh, All right. Boy. So if you're getting sick of listening to us yet, um, there's a new podcast on the horizon. Too bad. <laughs> new podcast on the horizon from the good people at Shutter and the good people at Spectre Vision. Uh, Visitations, a podcast hosted by Elijah Wood and Daniel Noah. I've already got I've already got all the podcasts hosted by Elijah Wood that I need in my life. <laughs> uh, so visitations uh, hosted by those two. Uh, it's a conversation show with some of their colleagues and other people in the industry. That's kind of like an insight show, kind of how the uh, movie crypt is. If you ever listen to that, yeah. From the sound of it, at least that's what it's going to be like. Uh, but I can always take more of that because they, you know, different people and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, yeah, episodes will be released uh, twice weekly on Mondays and Fridays. However, if you are a customer of Shutter which you should be, uh, all of the episodes will be uh, streaming on Shudder on Monday, June 3rd. So by the time this is out, it will already be out. Yeah, I don't know either. I think basically you play them through your TV, maybe if you're like around the house. Oh, no, my, f my face was 
I was about to say, how are we not sponsored by Shudder yet? <laughs> we, if you don't already have Shudder, which you should, it's only $5 a month. It is. $4.99, actually. Oh, it's even less than $5. Yeah, of course. But, uh, Saving yourself one thin, shiny penny. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever been to the candy penny store? Or the, or the penny candy penny store? Penny candy store. Uh, okay, so that's cool. I'm new, you know, new podcast. I like yeah, podcast. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you'll be excited about this. John Krasinski, who is set to return to direct Quiet Place 2. I do like uh, We're going to be getting that two weeks sooner than we thought. Yeah. Uh, Quiet Place 2 has been moved up in the release schedule by two weeks from May 15th to March 20th, 2020. That, oh, right after the day after my birthday. You don't have birthdays. Oh, I don't. Never mind. Sorry. Yep. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty rare, hearing yep. of a movie that gets pushed up. They're, rather than well, being pushed back for several guess, months? My guess is that one of two things, or even both, happen. Either they're fast-tracking the shit out of it, and they want to get it out because they want to capitalize on the well, horror is still hot and everything. Yeah, well, or that weekend, there's another bigger movie that's already opening that weekend, and they don't want to com- uh, compete with it. When does so it, they might be moving it so that it's at its own weekend. When does it come out? This year. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's 2020. Yeah, this is 2020. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I'm not sure what that is, but there might be something they don't want to compete with. You know, yeah. they want to have a big weekend. Okay. They do, they do that a lot. Though. A lot of times when you hear of movies being shifted around, it's usually because of that. Right. It's not the actual movie. Um, unlike some movies, like, uh, what the fuck is it called? The one that keeps getting, uh, the Marvel movie that keeps getting oh, bumped God, back. Oh, the, um, the new, uh, uh, the, the New Mutants. New Mutants, yeah, yeah. so that was in the news, too. I wasn't going to cover it, but shit, now we're talking about it. Might as well. Um, that's, they said that it's for sure being released next year. For sure, guys, but they still have more reshoots to do. <laughs> this, I, it's got to be just a Frankenstein shit well, show by now. At this point, they're two years out. A lot of those actors and actresses won't look the same. So, my, so like, eh, two years isn't that long. I know they can do a lot, but like Macy Williams looks Maisie. Prob- Maisie, Maisie. Look, looks completely different because mm. she was going she was basically going through puberty during those th- two years. Um, like she looks different. <clears throat> Uh, I I think for the like the I I I gotta get caught up on Game of Thrones. I everybody's been freaking out about it, but I think for the past couple seasons she's looked relatively the same. Yeah, because when weird... she started the show she was like twelve or thirteen, but, but now she's eighteen, we'll nineteen, say, now twenty that she's, years old. Now that she's eighteen, though, you're not gonna know which which shots of her in the movie you can actually say she's hot and not <laughs> not be not be weird about it. You don't know which ones are gonna be. <laughs> It's like Russian roulette, baby. It's a confused boner. <laughs> oh, my God. You should have just stuck with my joke. Um, let's see here. Um, you know me. You know that I love collecting VHS. A lot, of times, a lot of times, not necessarily to watch it, but because of the artwork. Uh, VHS art was kind of a thing of uh, a thing of the past. You don't really see it too much nowadays, but uh, you know the, the artwork that was presented on VHS covers was uh, the, well, the thing of art, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the greatest series to uh, to have great VHS art was the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Yeah, uh, one through five uh, had absolutely amazing poster art which they then used for the vhs art mm-hmm. uh and they're hand drawn and they're great they were done by a guy named matthew joseph peak um he is now the one movie though freddy's dead which was the sixth movie mm-hmm. i believe right i believe it was the sixth movie um never got that treatment it was kind of a more st- standard traditional uh, horror movie poster. Yeah. Uh, well, if you are a fan of collecting art prints, uh, through Bottleneck Gallery, you can now get the official Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare uh, poster art drawn by Matthew Joseph Peake himself after really? all these years. Nice. He did an actual hand-drawn poster uh, for that movie. <laughs> 
So it can complete your collection, if you will. And if you're like me and you sometimes make custom VHS, I might be adding one more to my collection. For shizzle. We'll see. But um, I <coughs> thought that was pretty interesting, though. Yeah, it's very pretty cool. cool. Um, and yeah, there's not a whole lot of news this week, so uh, we're going to get to some blues. Let's do a blue. Uh, so <laughs> this is actually... Well, here, I'll just tell you. Vinegar Syndrome had a halfway to Black Friday slash Memorial Day sale over the long holiday weekend. Uh, since the sale is technically done now, I'm not going to spend too much time on the details, but I'll still give you the lineup because uh, even if you even even if you miss the sale, Vinegar Syndrome said that uh, they have to cancel orders every single year for this because people go over their quantity mm -hmm. allotment. So <clears throat> they end up canceling those orders, and then once they're once they're uh, website gets back to normal function this coming week uh they'll restock those those movies and still honor the price or uh, i believe so well, that's interesting yeah so like so bad, the lineup is like a bad way to do business though well, <laughs> <laughs> well not really i mean you sales over just, but we'll still give you we'll still give you a crazy good sale well you're just getting rid of you're just getting rid of the movies that were already on sale to begin with so yeah, i guess yeah i don't know it's either either that or you just don't sell them. Why am I complaining about stuff being yeah. on sale? <laughs> <laughs> so the lineup is Night Beast, Lust in the Dust. Ooh. Yeah. So like it's like when you get a hand job under your bed. I don't remember. <laughs> 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 Satan's Slave. No, that'd be like that'd be like Lust in the Dust Bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> Lust in the Dust Bunnies. Uh, Satan's Slave, Mountaintop Motel Massacre. Nice. Evil Town, and Sage or Savage Harbor. Nice. Which actually sounds like a, a nice place to retire to, like Evil Town just off of Savage Harbor. That's nice, right? Yeah. I live in Evil Town, so yeah. just off the coast of Savage Harbor. So it's that nice mist that comes off the water, <laughs> the moon hangs low, it's beautiful. Yeah, like, yes, there was a mountaintop mo motel massacre there with Satan's Slave, but, uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to work all the names into the, it's just not I, I working. Avo I avoided all the bloodshed while uh, the house was getting shot up by getting a hand job under my bed <laughs> from the dust bunnies. Lust in the dust. <laughs> Night Beast. Uh, <laughs> next up, and uh, the last one for this week, What Death Leaves Behind, the story of a kidney transplant patient who believes he is having visions of the donor's violent murder, and the lost footage of Leah Sullivan about an unedited memory card from a camera that shows a woman's school project about a cold case murder that might not be so cold after all. I Both have of these... heard of that, and it sounds really good. Oh, you have? Yeah. Um, I feel like I've heard about the first one, the uh, What Death Leaves Behind, but I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard of the uh, lost footage of Leah Sullivan. But um, both of those have been acquired by, the rights for distribution have been acquired by Artist Rights Distribution for North American Distro after their theatrical releases later this year. Cool. So. Very cool. That's it. That's it. All right. So uh, my last piece here is actually pretty fun because I actually just watched this movie very oh, recently. Hello. Um, so the annual Cinepocalypse event that runs in Chicago every year. This year it's at the Music Box Theater. I don't know. Uh, I think it's been there before. But uh, it runs from June 13th to June 20th. So it'll be this upcoming weekend, I believe, after this episode mm -hmm. airs or in two weeks. My math is hard. But... Um, <laughs> So uh, they do screenings of movies at this uh, at this this event, mm -hmm. uh, and they have a doozy lined up. So if you're in the Chicago area, Chicago, chi the Chicago area, the Chicago area, uh, you make sure you go to this. Uh, they are screening 
quite possibly one of the greatest movies you've never seen mm-hmm. in a way that you've really never seen. Mm-hmm. That is a movie called Tammy and the T-Rex. Tammy and the mm-hmm. T-Rex. Have you ever heard of this movie? Either of you? Oh, is that the movie with, um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. While he's thinking, Ka- I have never Ireland. heard of this is movie. Is Kathy Ireland in that movie? No. <laughs> no, hold on. <laughs> Are you sure? Positive. It's about a dude who's murdered and then his brain is put into a T-Rex. <laughs> Right? Yes, yes. That dude is Paul Walker. Paul Walker, that's right. And uh, oh, the girl oh, hold is... On, hold, hold on. <laughs> uh, uh, Carrie Russell? No. Nope. Hold on. Carrie Underwood? <laughs> Mariah Carey? No. Nope. No. Nope. Uh, hold on. Mariah it's Carey Underwood? Carrie and the Hendersons? <laughs> it's some super babe from back then. Yep. Damn it. Uh, give me a hint. Dan... Danica Patrick? Nope. Dan... <laughs> Not... <laughs> what, you said Dan... <laughs> Danielle... No, it's not coming to me. Not Danielle, Denise. Oh, Denise Richards. <laughs> Denise Richards. For some reason, I couldn't get. You know, I that's why get I Dan said Dan O'Connor. That's why I said out of my head for some. I said Denise Richards, or I said Kathy Ireland, because I've always thought that Denise Richards looks like a young Kathy oh, Ireland. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, yeah, so it's a very young Denise yeah. Richards and a very young. Uh, I, uh, 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 Paul Walker. Paul Walker, yes. <laughs> I saw that movie when I was younger. It's, it's ridiculous. It's one of the most ridiculous movies you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> now, the reason that this is so rare, though, is because this is the rated R gore cut. So oh. the only, the version that most people have seen is PG-13. Mm-hmm. had all the gore, all the crazy parts cut out of it. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually own the rated R gore cut. You do? Uh, so my buddy Chris Jordan is part of a like a movie swapper type thing. It's I kind just, of like swingers, I, but instead of sex, they get tapes. I just became more impressed with you. Um, right? <laughs> uh, no. So he got a, he found a copy of this uh, apparently over in I think it was in Germany or something like that. They uh, aired the rated R cut because you know it's, it's very different over there. Mm-hmm. They aired it on one of their their pay stations, and so somebody had kept it. And then they what they did is they cut the the VHS tape from TV footage into the better quality VHS that we have here. Mm. And you have a composite cut of the So movie. the cutscenes are kind of lower quality? They're lower or? quality and in a different language. <laughs> <laughs> but they, no big deal. You're not watching it for the dialogue. Yeah. You're watching it for the scenes. And let me tell you what, even in its shitty form, it is fantastic. It is a work <laughs> It is a work of art. Um, like, seriously, it's the most ridiculous thing. Like, they're... like. They they lead you to believe that Tammy did indeed fuck the T Rex at one point in time. Oh yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. you know, they're <laughs> it's yeah. so ridiculous. The movie makes no sense. It's there's arms just coming out of nowhere. Like the way the T Rex arms, it's like they had this mechanical T like this animatronic T Rex. Mm-hmm. And in order to like make it look like it, there's someone doing it, they would just have guys, like a guy in T-Rex arms coming up from the bottom of the screen. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really make sense because the arms couldn't attach to the T-Rex. <laughs> it's like a real, it, it's so fucking bad, but it's so good. The, um, the director of this movie, I don't have his name on hand, he basically had access to a mechanical T-Rex for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. wrote a script, and just shot a movie in like a week because he had, because he could. It was... Why the hell not? It's ridiculous. So, so, and the T. That's funny because the T Rex really doesn't look that great. In oh that no, movie. it's awful. It's 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 atrocious. Um. So yeah. So if you're in if you're in the Chicago area, go to Cinepocalypse because this is worth it. I promise you. Also playing on the big screen is a 35 millimeter print of Airheads. Which oh man, I love probably Airheads. hasn't been on a, on a big screen since its release, dude. And then also uh, there's a live. Uh, uh, How Rednecks Saved Hollywood Evening with Joe Bob Briggs that weekend oh, as well. Yeah. So 
many good reasons to go. Uh, so get your ass to send Apocalypse. The director of Tammy okay. and the T-Rex was Stuart Raffel, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Just in case you want to know. <laughs> um, yeah, so is that that's all you got that's then? That's it. That's all I got for the news. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to wrapping it up with today's stupid fact of the day, right? Yes, indeed. Wow. What did you guys have stupid facts the last we had, two weeks we when had I was gone? Six uh, of them we, over the last two weeks. We did we we did three on each episode just because we figured that it took it took one from each of us to even equate to one from you. Well, wow. Let me tell you, today your mind is going to be blown. Let's hear it. All right. Did you guys know that many expensive perfumes contain whale poop <laughs> <laughs> you know I have heard that uh, urine is actually a very common thing in perfume urine yeah like really? animal animal urine stuff like that well yeah. they use like a, the musk they use that, yeah, that they sack use like the, from the, the gland uh, from beavers go- beavers yeah. mountain goats and stuff uh-huh. yeah, like something crazy but whale shit huh yeah oh wait hold on yeah they call it um... damn baby you smell like whale shit <laughs> uh, what do they call it? They call it amber, amber bri- amber bris, or amber gris. Sure, amber gris is whale puke. Okay, I believe. Why do you know this? Uh, I, I don't know. I looked it up one time. So amber gris is whale vomit, I believe, and it and that's also used in a lot of uh, in a lot of perfumes. Yeah, that looks nice and tasty. Let's Who put the spray that on the body. I don't know, man. I- <laughs> It's like they're all just playing one big joke on like the entire beauty industry. Like we're gonna make these things as disgusting as possible. We're gonna make you so. And all these rich bitches that can afford a million dollar perfumes are gonna be spraying whale shit all over their faces. <laughs> like, like, what is that? What is that intoxicating aroma? It's whale shit. <laughs> oh, whale oh, shit. Speaking of speaking of shit. The tofu's coming. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm not Mike. used to you being here. I'm sorry. Good Lord. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Jay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that Mike did that to you. I'm, I'm, so... I'm just not going to speak the rest of the episode. It's his, it's, his, it's his first week back, and I fucked him already. Yeah. All right. Well, that was this week's Stupid Fact of the Day here on Pillow Talk. <laughs> and? And? Boom! That was the news! Yes! Redeemed. I thought sorry. he was going to take it away from us because know, of your stupid tongue. A stupid tongue. I'm know. sorry, Jay. Works pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> all you right. Smell like whale shit. We're gonna take a break uh, from all this whale shit talk, and when we come, <laughs> shit talk, shit talking, <laughs> whale shit talking, and when we come shit back, talking with James, Mike, and Jay. <laughs> can we start a new podcast <laughs> called Shit Talking? Yeah. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Perfume. Shit. We'll talk talk about just perf- shit. It'll just... be a perfume review site. Do you think there's a poop podcast? Let's start a poop podcast. That's never been done, I bet. Like a poop review podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Let just me tell you like... about Tuesdays, guys. Well, and then eventually we'll get a big enough listener base to where they can send us in photos <laughs> of their of their evacuations. <laughs> and we'll, we can, we'll we can the review worst, them. We'll have the worst Instagram page ever. <laughs> Oh, boy. And instead of having a Twitter account, we'll just have a shitter account. <laughs> 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 Flush left. 
Uh, I miss this. Uh, All right, uh, well, let's take a let's take a quick break and uh, compose ourselves just a, just slightly, not too composed. And then when we get back, we're gonna do some top ten aliens for your yeah. bitch asses. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic macabre torturous images that defy description. Top 10 extraterrestrial spacemen. That's what we're talking about. Extra testicle spacemen? Extra testicle spacemen. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, the ball chinian from Men in Black? Oh, is he on your list? <laughs> he is now. <laughs> He's in that seductor category, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's how we're doing this. Um, we've done some top 10s in the past, and we've done basically top to bottom 10 to 1. We're doing it a little bit different <clears> this time like we said earlier. We have uh we have six different categories. One of them takes up five places, which is our standard top 5. Yes. Now, outside of that though, we have our favorite classic grays, our favorite body snatcher/mind controller aliens, world ender aliens, incognito aliens, and seductor/seductress alien. Mhm. That's what we got. Yes, sir. So, you know, add them all together, you got a top 10. Mm-hmm. Just sort of different. Just sort of different. Just sort of different. Like aliens. Like aliens they're themselves. All, they're, they're all just sort of different. different. <laughs> yes. Jinx. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, let's start with our favorite gray. Our favorite grays. Okay. Um, Go ahead. You want me to start? Yes. All right. Uh, uh, Jay, by the way, I know Jay is has a list. It's not as complete as ours, though. Jay correct? just got back from Hawaii, oh, so yeah. we didn't oh, put no, any good. we didn't put any big pressure on him for. Uh, Point a, is, a he's going to be 10. he's going to be jumping in when he's got something intermittently. For, yes. Yeah. Intermittently. Yeah. Cool. I, I got you. I, I got the uh, the idea for today's show today, <laughs> Pretty, or no, yesterday we brought it up to me, and so I've been in, in the midst of the craziness, threw some things together. Might not be as in depth of uh, thought and descriptions of yours, but I have a, a list made up for myself. Good deal. I don't Good have deal. in depth descriptions. I figure no. we'll just discuss when they pop yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. So, so my <clears throat> favorite classic gray um, comes from the fact that uh, most of the, most of my favorites, um, and this is not a best list. It's just a favorites list. That's you know important distinction to make um well certain scenes stick with you in certain movies yes uh and how you feel about them Mm -hmm. and uh this my favorite gray comes from one of those types of scenes Mm -hmm. and it's not even so much that the aliens themselves are the scariest things or whatever it was my introduction to them Mm -hmm. in this movie and that is the grays from signs Yes. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. When I was when I was younger, when Science came out, I know a lot of people are. It's a very polarizing movie. Mm-hmm. But when they're watching that that freaking news report, and that gray walks out from the back of the bushes and into into just like a little like what four foot opening, and then mm-hmm. disappears again behind it's another all, set of it's bushes. It's all the little children yelling at their birthday party. Yes, and then this gray walks out. It is. It was chillingly scary to me. I think. And t- and. That scene just has stuck with me even to this day. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Like <laughs> to me, to me, the biggest, the biggest part of that scene too. Like, of course, when the gray first walks out, it's, it's like holy shit. Mm-hmm. But it's it's Joaquin Phoenix's reaction in that moment. Yes, when yeah, he it's sees everything. Because it. like you kind of like you kind of all of a sudden you're there with him under the stairs. 
with your tin. Well, he doesn't the have a tinfoil hat on at that point, but like you're watching that little television. And like, like the way he's like, Vamanos, children, Vamanos, yeah. like get out of the way. And then the thing finally comes out, and his reaction to it is just—it's the exact it's same reaction exactly. you would have. Exactly, it's like you're there with him watching yeah. it. Like it's, it's, oh, it's such a good scene mm-hmm. in an otherwise very polarizing movie. But that scene, you cannot argue that's not a great scene. Mm-hmm. I feel it. I, I just the vision of that scene in my mind gives me that same chill factor of watching it live. Yep. I'm sure I haven't seen that movie in years. And I'm sure that if I watched it back, it might not be as effective because. Maybe the effects don't hold up or whatever. I almost don't want to watch it again because I want that scene to stay where it's at <laughs> in my head, you know? Uh-huh. But uh, anyway, what yeah. do you guys got? I uh, I actually, kind of like how you threw it out there, like you have the Seventh how certain scenes just pop in your mind. And that's that's how I compiled my list as well. Whatever came to mind first, mm-hmm. the classic grays, the first thing that popped to my mind was all the grays that would ever show on Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, yeah. Oh, Maybe yeah. because that's that's a show I grew up on, as, as or we all did as, as children, you know? And so that was so terrifying seeing any of that. And like, you see a, like a light flash outside your bedroom window, maybe a car driving by, and you're like, oh no, the the aliens are coming after me. Here's my my time to go up that light beam, you know? Well, Unsolved Mysteries, as far as I can remember anyway, like, because uh, I, I haven't watched it in years, but it seems to me like if I can remember properly, they always nailed the the gray look too like they, they didn't they didn't overcomplicate it right that was I think it was what, just the skinny it. it was yeah. just the skinny little thing with the, and the it was kind of shitty quality like, too yeah, so right. kind of like had that how every single UFO photo was a little bit blurry mm-hmm. that's kind of how those all were they're always like in a window somewhere or like right. from what I remember at least I don't think there's any close up grays on that show they're always like at the other side of the room or outside or... i feel like i remember seeing an episode where a person was talking about uh, an abduction and it was kind of that i know they've done this in movies and stuff but it's kind of that classic look where the person says that they see these these beings walking toward them and mm-hmm. they're like they're it's backlit, backlit. but there's also fog yep. so you just kind yep. of see the silhouette of these skinny little bodies with the big heads and ooh, it, it's almost it's like they, they use that same alien for all of any alien scenes <laughs> and, and, and I saw this, yeah. but it was scary every uh-huh. time you know yeah. yeah because they knew what fucking aliens look like that's why <laughs> and you know it's why like, change it if you know what it actually looks like <laughs> exactly. you, you mentioned about the quality too with it and going back that's almost like that's VHS days, you know. Mm-hmm. So that quality of that effect, how we, we today we look back and we watch one of these classic horror movies on VHS, and the the shittiness, the graininess of it, yep. uh, mm-hmm. gives you that eerie vibe, why, you know. Why I love VHS, man. Yep. Tell, certain mm-hmm. movies and certain shows, like it, it just it adds. Now I'm going to go and watch a whole bunch of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> there we go. What's happening? Just don't watch the spontaneous combustion one. I, no, I did. I did for our last episode. Did you actually for, for the spontaneous did combustion? You, you uh, was it as scary as you remember it? Yeah, you don't remember this conversation? We uh, talked no. about. It. <laughs> no, dude, I, I don't remember what I did yesterday. That's fair. All right, what do you got for Graham? <laughs> All right, well, I was kind of torn. I ended up making a couple changes at the last minute here, but uh, after hearing you say that there's just certain scenes that kind of, like, stick with you, uh, it's a newer movie, Dark Skies. Mm-hmm. There's there's the scene where, uh, what the hell's her name? The chick that was in Felicity. Uh uh, uh, I want to say Felicity Huffman. That's not <laughs> That's her name. Right. Felicity uh, Vagina? Uh, K- oh, that Chris, was Austin Chris, Powers. Chris, no. <laughs> what the uh, fuck is her name? Shit, Curly hair. Um, Russell. Carrie Russell? Car- Carrie Russell. That's so it. Carrie Russell, she she gets John up. Carey. <laughs> John Carrie. John Carrie. So she gets up in the middle of the night and she hears something going on, creeps down into the, the kitchen, can't find anything, and she goes to go back up to bed and she hears her son talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. And she like she kind of like stands outside of his room for a second. He's definitely talking to somebody, and then she walks into his room and just kind of like says his name, like "Hey, what are you doing?" And 
one of the greys is standing on his bed over top of him. That is an it's and an it turns auto- and it, it turns and it looks at her real quick and then she flicks on the light and it's gone and her son is gone too. It is an utterly like, oh, terrifying God. scene. It really is. It, it really it's very is. effective. Yep. And the alien in that moment doesn't like you said earlier, it doesn't necessarily look that great. It, it, but it's, it's got that, that classic it, gray look to exactly it. That's exactly it. Yeah. That is like and and what is it about them? They're only like 4 feet tall and they're like little string beans but why are they so scary to it's, us it's the I, under armor suit that they're wearing <laughs> <laughs> the black we, under spandex we know that they have the ultimate technology in in sweat wicking tech like tech on <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to be able to take us any day here i am sopping with sweat being bogged down by my 100 percent cotton these bastards can run outrun me any day and just wick sweat <laughs> you ever seen an alien run uh no I don't know. I mean, I yes. think like monster type aliens run, but yeah. like gray. I've never seen like a gray like full on sprint. It's because they they don't need to. It's true. They just any, anytime somebody and they appear somewhere else. That's, that's all they need to do. But yeah, man, that scene the first time we watched Dark Skies, I I like that movie. I, I actually I, think it's I a really that, good movie. I actually love that movie. And uh, the that that first, I think that's the first time you actually see the aliens in that it movie. It is. And you don't you don't see the oh, aliens God. a whole lot in that movie. No. Um, because a lot of it is like mind fills the gaps. But that's to me what makes the what what makes a really good like alien movie or an abduction movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's when you don't see them all the time because when you see them all the time, your mind starts to look at them a little more critically, and you can point out the flaws and right. oh, that doesn't actually look that real. When you only see them sparingly, that is the most effective thing well, in, that, in the world. And that movie is a good example of the power that aliens have without being present because that family goes off the rails yes. and a lot of weird shit happens, yes. and it's and it's all being done remotely from some other no. place. You know, it's like it's freaky. Maybe one of my favorite alien movies. Really? Yeah, honestly, yeah. God. I need to rewatch it, but I just I remember that one scene just. We actually, I'm pretty sure, talked about it on this show. So just go back and listen. Oh, we to did. That yeah, we did. Yeah. There you go. All, All right. right. So uh, next up, we've got favorite mind controller yes. slash body snatcher. One of you guys want to start this time? Um, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna I'll I'll, I'll throw it back to. A, a movie that I used to watch all the time with my buddy Greg when we were younger, Puppet Masters. Have you ever seen it? Okay, okay. So I just watched Puppet Master four last night. Not, not. Yes, I, I not always forget. I always forget. There's another movie called The Puppet Masters. Yeah, The Puppet I've Masters. I've never seen it. Yeah, this is. It's based off of a novel of the same <laughs> name. Um, it's about it's it's about these like weird like stingray shaped aliens, and they basically attach to the like the. Uh, upper part of your back and then they stick this little barb in the back of your neck and then they're able to <clears throat> control you okay through that that barb that they stick in your neck and so throughout the entire movie they they never know like who yeah i know <laughs> they never know who is like being controlled by these things unless they're able to get a good shot of the person from behind and see if they have one of those barbs oh, okay. in their neck okay and then there's even like a that sounds really familiar. Actually. That's what I was thinking. I don't. I, is there another movie or a show or something that did that? Did uh, did um uh what the hell's that like movie? A, what the hell's the show that you uh, uh Supernatural? Supernatural. Didn't Supernatural have something like that one time? May I, I, listen. I'm there's I'm yeah. I'm 14 seasons of Supernatural. I so haven't, maybe I haven't watched a ton of episodes but, of that show, but I remember there being a thing where it was like it was almost like a lamprey bite. Mm-hmm. Like a circular toothy bite. They did, yeah, on, the, on somebody's neck. Yeah, there was an episode with something like that. I honestly forget like what mind the, control. 
I honestly forget what the consequences of it were, though. I would definitely, like, I haven't seen this movie in years, so I don't know if it holds up, but I used to love it when I was younger. It scared the hell out of me, and uh, I always thought it was such a cool concept, mm -hmm. and and there's, yeah, there's some really cool scenes in it, so gotcha. check it out. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I've should... always wanted to see it, because I, I forget about it. Yeah. I've heard it before, but I always forget that it's a thing, because mm -hmm. Puppet Master is so close to the other Puppet Master. Right, right. It's like it just gets lumped uh, together, mm -hmm. but... All right, so favorite mind controller slash body snatcher. What do you got, Jay? I'll take it from you. So th this is getting a little more on the comedical side, but okay. as far as a body snatcher, this is my all-time favorite alien. And I've mentioned him before, but it's Edgar from Men in Black. <laughs> Just his mannerisms and, <laughs> and the way he walks, and it, it's 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 perfect. Yes, I put my hands <laughs> on my head. Sugar like in this. water. Sugar in water. Like it's more. It, it's comedical and more. just it's just they they, they nailed that with and that. And that's uh it's damn what the hell's his name? Uh I wanna say Favreau, it's not Favreau. Uh uh who plays Edgar? It's um I don't know that I know who plays Edgar. Yes you do. It's um it's a, shit. What the hell is <laughs> I really, I really, I really, I really don't know. Yes you do. I do? Yes, you do. All right, Jay, Jay's looking I got, it up. I got gotcha. you. Jay's looking it up. All right, what's... All right, what, well, while he's looking that up, I'm going to go with mine. Now, mine is, might be a little controversial because they only technically do it once in the movie. Mm -hmm. But I do love it. And this alien didn't fit anywhere else on my list, so I really wanted to bring him up. Okay. And that is the Independence Day aliens. Oh, yeah. Because they technically do take over the mind of the Doctor and, and, and of the... Uh, uh, in the sequel of the president of mm -hmm. Bill Pullman, yeah. by wrapping the tentacles around its neck, and they use basically the human as their way of communicating, and they mm -hmm. basically mind control it. Because even the president in uh, the second movie goes, "I can still feel them in my head," mm -hmm. you know, like so they're definitely in there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I definitely consider that mind control. And uh, like I said, I I needed to put the Independence Day aliens in this list somewhere, and mm -hmm. I didn't know where to put it. Even on in my top ten, they probably would have been at the bottom five. Mm -hmm. I wanted them there. I'm like, you know what? This works. Like, yeah. They 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 mind control. They they they're able to do that. You know. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you're if you're speaking, and it's not actually you speaking, and that that he technically with his tentacle snatched his body. Oh, he did. <laughs> snatched <laughs> so, him right up. So there you go. <laughs> Vincent de Ono. Vincent D'Onofrio. That's Vincent yes. fucking D'Onofrio. Yes, D'Onofrio. Yes, yes. I was just saying that weird. Sugar, in water, more. You're blowing my fucking mind right Dude, now. Are you kidding me? That's Edgar. Edgar's skin is hanging off your bones. <laughs> well, how's that? How did you never realize that was him? Because Vincent D'Onofrio looks different in every goddamn movie he's in. That's, that's why. true. He does. I never realized that was Remember him. Remember when he played Thor in uh, Adventures in Babysitting? No, that was him I've also too? never. I've have also you... never seen Adventures in Babysitting. So okay, well, fuck off. First. You have, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah, he was Thor. He was the guy, the mechanic at the at the shop that they sure. went to with the long blonde hair, and he was holding the big hammer. I thought that was really Thor. Thor. Fuck yeah, no. It Did was... he also play Thor in the Avengers? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> I never knew that was him. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. All right, I'm watching Men in Black tonight too. Get your yeah, head out of your ass, Mike. All right, all right. So we're moving on here to our, our favorite world ender. Favorite world ender. I'm excited about this one. Now I actually uh, I have the same one that you just had for your last one. My favorite world ender are the, uh, world enders are the Independence Day aliens. Yep. Uh, to me, that was just kind of a like I, I said Independence Day. Period. I mean, come on. 
<laughs> like that's, yeah, yeah. No, that's I mean, just, they, I mean, come on. They, they show up, they wreck shit. That's yeah. pretty much what they yeah, do. Yeah, they show up and they, they, they're hell bent on destruction. Like they're, they are the world enders as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned when, when it comes to aliens. I, so. I agree. They cut and dry. In all fairness, they failed at ending that particular world. Well, yeah. But <laughs> I feel like they probably did it more successfully somewhere else, though. Yeah, I don't think there's been any movies I've ever seen where they actually successfully destroyed the world because that'd be a really downer ending. That—that's what I was trying to think of, and I was really stumped on this one because I couldn't think of uh, one where the world actually did end. Um. Well, I mean, if you want to get into just like more sci-fi, and it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily uh, Earth, but in um, the newest uh, Star Wars, what the hell was the first one called? Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Oh. Yeah, they send out that. They like, oh, yeah. they charge the, the weapon. The fucking yeah, oh, the they have the world killer. Kills. They do that in the very first Star Wars too, though the Death Star. That's true. They destroy uh, Princess Leia's home. Yeah, planet. I guess so. If you if I guess if we leaned into sci-fi, you could probably find quite a few movies where they do it. Yeah, but. which which I have sci-fi all over my list. I don't know about you oh, guys. Do you? Like aliens are aliens. Like, yeah. they're all genres. So oh, yeah. there was nothing off limits for me. Yeah, for sure. Which brings me to my pick for. Did you go? No, go ahead. Okay, which brings me to my pick for world ending, which is the greatest space dragon known to man, Monster Zero, as in Godzilla versus Monster Zero, a.k.a. Ghidra, the three-headed monster. Oh, nice. Space dragon. How can you not love something that is called a space dragon? <laughs> so so ca- catch me up on the history, then. So is, the is Ghidra actually known for ending worlds? Here's the thing. Um, well, giant kaiju monsters, yes, they, they destroy everything in their path. No more, no more or less than the Independence Days did. They destroy cities and the whole deal. Okay. Let them loose, they will destroy a fucking planet. I feel like they were they were never necessarily hell-bent on destruction of the Earth, though. They were more just like, they were they were fighting and they were destroying everything around them. Well, they always all, they, but they always start off by destroying the cities and the planets. That, yeah, and then that's Godzilla true. has to come in and wreck yeah, their shit. Yeah, they come in and they wreck shit and then you know, he comes um, in and wrecks their shit. Yeah. I, and the thing about the Ghidra is, and like I said, this is, this is a little... I, I took some liberties with this one because Ghidra technically has like three different backstories. Mm-hmm. One of them is Space Dragon. <laughs> but it, I, I, oh, come on, it's Space, Space Dragon. Dragon. How could I not choose that? <laughs> <laughs> I love my giant kaiju monsters. Oh, so, of course. And Ghidra is probably my favorite Godzilla monster, probably even over Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Blasphemous. Oh, but um, no, I, I love Ghidra. He like, let him loose. And yes, he would fucking destroy the world. So he's my world under. All right, all right. What do you got, Jay? All right, for me... As soon as I thought of this category, the f- the first thing that popped to mind was the aliens from Mars Attacks. Yes. <laughs> that was actually one of my backups for this it? category. Yeah, um, totally. It, because also comedical, and it, it's like that they're, they were like the real-life version of the classic like cartoon alien. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. you would see, you know? And I was just browsing <laughs> looking them up, and, and as soon as I looked up the picture, what else does that immediately remind you of? My testicles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Um, uh, are you familiar with Jeff Dunham? And uh, oh, the Ahmed? Uh, oh, yeah. The, the terrorist uh, yeah, puppet? T- yeah. I kill you. So watch that. I we'll we'll go right back to the other. Oh, yeah. oh That's dude, pretty, totally. pretty similar. It is very yeah. Even though it's a uh, skull versus uh, alien well, it's head. like the skull version of the alien head. It's yeah, like, that's it's, what's underneath. It's like one of the aliens died and decomposed, and that's what was left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Dude, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but them just zipping around, pew, pew, pew. Uh, that, that's... You don't see a lot of scene uh, alien movie scenes that are like that as, as much anymore. So. I, lo- I loved Mars Attacks. Yeah, I like, may we, or may not have a Mars Attacks uh, reference on my list somewhere. We uh, 
but for some reason, I, I remember this very vividly. We were taken on a school trip to go see Mars Attacks. Really? Yes. <laughs> I don't know how my teachers would have spun this into an educational thing. But we went. Has on a, to do with world politics. <laughs> maybe we went on a field trip to go see Mars Attacks at the Bad X Theater. I mean, it's a great movie. Maybe they just wanted to like fill your young, your young impressionable minds with cinematic history. I guess maybe I your, no your teacher, out if it was a male, maybe it was his wife. Was like, I'm not going to see that stupid movie. And so he's like, Well, I'll just take the kids on a field trip. All these assholes. <laughs> then. That's actually not a bad plan for a teacher. <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. Uh, what's next here? Uh, next up is favorite incognito favorite alien. Favorite incognito. You want to start this one? Now you, you said you were struggling with this one a little. Okay. Bit, well, right? I have two. Okay. I want to go with my. I want to go with my my first one though. Okay. I wasn't sure. I had a backup because I wasn't sure which one one of you guys were going to pick. Mm. And as much as there's probably going to be overlap, I didn't want there to be too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I'm going to go with my first choice anyway. Um, and that is uh, there's a movie called The Arrival. Oh, you oh. son of a bitch. With, was it yours? I have a backup as well. With uh, Charlie Sheen. Um, mm-hmm. There is a scene, we were talking about signs earlier, how there are certain scenes that just stick with you. Uh, there's a character named Kiki in this movie, which is Charlie Sheen's next door neighbor. Does she who, love me? Uh, well, it's a little boy. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Kiki. He's, he's like 16. That's what that Drake song is about. It's about a 16-year-old boy. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> Your face is weird looking right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it is. Um, so yeah, so Kiki is uh, his next door neighbor who ends up helping him sort of like in his... Charlie Sheen has this like... He be, uh, he gets kicked out of... Let's start from the beginning here. If you've never seen the movie Arrival, <laughs> Charlie Sheen basically tells his bosses he works for one of those like uh, search for alien life type uh, like big huge satellite government places. Sure. He basically says, we That's found a, something. That's actually a technical term. Yeah, and he tells his bosses, hey, I found something. They promptly fire him and can the project, right? Mm-hmm. So he, knowing that there's something going on, starts working for a cable company and uh, uses all the satellite dishes that he installs as, works them together into a big network and can use the satellite dishes to basically be one huge satellite dish. Yeah. So he's working out of his, his attic. And his next-door neighbor, Kiki, is this this younger, like, 16-year-old uh, kid that lives next door. Mm-hmm. And he ends up kind of helping him out, knowing what's going on. And he's, like, his whole help through this entire movie. And then at the very, very end, spoilers if you haven't seen it, but Kiki turns out to be a friggin' alien, mm-hmm. incognito, yep. the entire time. And he bends his legs backwards into, like, a reverse kangaroo. And it's say, crazy. I was going to say, the arrival also wins for best slash worst knees in oh. any alien movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> when they start running so off, bad. it's almost like the... Uh, the amputees the like the uh the runner springs yeah oh yeah, 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 yeah. So when those uh-huh. came out it, it kind of reminded very me of that. Similar, yeah. <laughs> i wonder if they used something like that for that where was that i don't remember was that cgi i think it was cg that? no i actually watched the scene i watched that scene today it's really bad cg it's, bad CG, it's like yeah. composited there's somebody literally running backwards high kneeing okay. with a composited oh, frontward really? person on top of them yeah okay it, really? yeah wow. it's 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 kind of wonky to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't care though because I still love that scene because again it stuck with me. I was just like when that happened, I was like, <gasps> like oh my god, like holy shit. Well, that whole movie, I love that movie. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah, great, yeah. great, great fucking movie. Mm-hmm. So, all right, yeah. sorry, I'm sorry to steal yours, oh, Jay. Right. So what else well, you got? Yeah, so so my my other one that was uh, less scary was a uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> 
Okay. Because okay. he's an alien. And you know, and oh, just doctor. He's the, the doctor. Like the actual he's a doctor. Uh, he's friendly. Yeah. And, and he looks like a person. Is and, Doctor Who and, really an alien? He is. Yeah. I've never watched it. He's and, got two hearts, bro. And you ever, you ever met a human with two hearts? Nope. Sure haven't. I've met, a, I've met a human with a real big heart, and that's Jay. Aw. I met some human that pretty much have no heart. That was about to say the exact same thing. I thought. And that's neither of you gentlemen. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's uh, incognito. People think he's a person. Mm-hmm. He goes to other lands. He can go to France, and he speaks in his English that we hear on the show, but he's talking in French to mm-hmm. them. And yeah. What so makes him an alien? He went to France. <laughs> <laughs> but the arrival was my first pick. The same thing, the knees, man. That's mm-hmm. that, that's all. It, I, I mean, I'd be interested going back to look at that because to see the quality. Because back then I was like, oh, that's crazy. Say what? I own it on special edition box set Laserdisc. Come over to the house. We'll watch it. <laughs> all right. I was going to say lend it to me, but I'll, I'll have to go to the uh, uh, Salvation Army and see <laughs> if they have a Laserdisc. He's trying to put it in like his DVD player. It's, it's not is, fitting. Is this a record? Record player? <laughs> I actually it's, it's have a, a silver record. I have one in my top five that has to do with Doctor Who. Okay, but is not Doctor Who at all. All Ooh. right. So are all the doctors in Doctor Who aliens? Technically, yeah. really? Well, it's, well, the Doctor is one character. Oh, and he like takes a different. Well, every every time he uh, officially dies, every time he dies, he's like re. Generated, regenerated oh. as a different. So the same Doctor in the early seventies yeah. series, the same Doctor. It's now? all the same. That's why they call it like the. Uh, well, like they call you know the the twelfth Doctor because it's the twelfth like it incarnation now. of the Doctor. One day I will force myself to watch shitty BBC. Oh, TV dude, it's shows, so good! I know that you hate the quality I do, of it. I do. It gets better. Okay. Oh yeah, it okay. does get better. I'd, All right. Um, well, hold Who's on. I got to do mine first. Incognito. Mine is <clears throat> Ugh, the Nothing Face from Critters. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Right. That's a good one because. Uh, I don't know. Like he's. This person really going to sound right. Right. <laughs> I just. I. I. First of all, I love the movie Critters. Uh-huh. Um, I love the fact that as they're flying toward Earth, he's he's watching on his two little like eye scopes, and he literally learns everything about the history of Earth within like fifteen seconds. And for some reason, one image catches his eye, or lack thereof, because he's a nothing face. Catches his non-eye, and it's this image of this terrible <laughs> '80s rocker with the big cheesy hair, and can, he can barely sing. He's just the worst <laughs> ever. Played by Terrence Mann, by the way, and that he decides that's what his likeness is going to be. And and on top of that, the uh, the transformation is awesome. In all I fairness, though, back in the '80s, he could have looked in a lot of places and seen that same. That's true. Dude. Oh yeah, he looked he looked very very in place for for the eighties. Yeah. But uh, um, also, I love his transformation because I'm I'm pretty sure that they did the uh, you know how they did Frank from Hellraiser the oh, way yeah. that they did his his like rebuilding was uh, to basically make the life size model and then melt it down yep. and then like flip the like flip it into reverse. Yep, that's the same way they did the uh, the transformation for Ugg in critters which i thought was really cool plus he's just a cool like cheesy character he says dumb things and and uh he's in all i think he's in all of the movies he, right yeah i believe that he is yes he turns into a giant crate in the second movie to lure them to their deaths like that's that's fucking cool i don't know 
I just yeah, no, he's a I great like character. It's a yeah, good choice. That's my that's my favorite. Real uh, good choice. That's my favorite incognito. I'm happy alien. that we're not all picking very like similar typed aliens. You know, like we're all over the map with this. And I yeah. like that. Yeah, for sure. I dig it. Um, okay, who wants to start with seductors or seductress? I got you on this all one. Right. What do, do it. What do you got? All right. So this would have to be from the movie Total Recall. <laughs> the three booed crazy alien hooker lady that uh, tries to seduce the Arnold as he's walking through the airport. And how do you resist that, right? <laughs> three of them. Oh my god, Jay, you win. You, you win for the night. Uh, I remember the first time that I saw that scene. No one's needed. I remember the first time I saw that scene when I was a young kid. I was so flabbergasted by it. I was just like, my mind could not process what I was seeing. What? <laughs> I was uh, I was looking something up about that today. Well, there... no, I, I thought I was related because I, I also have three nipples. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she was saying that there was some kind of interview where she said she was very embarrassed to do that scene, even though they were none of those were hers. <laughs> oh, all three were fake. Yeah. Oh, and uh, but she was still embarrassed to do that scene. Uh, I didn't catch her name. What what it was though? So. Well, I can understand that only because people probably thought that at least the two outside ones probably were her boobs. So you know, I could see that people are going to look at her different, even sure. if she knows it's fake. Other people don't. <laughs> Actually, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> maybe maybe just the center one was real. <laughs> you and a boob. What? You and a boob. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Uh, so, yeah, what, right. what you gentlemen got? Um, what do you got, James? I um. I felt like there was a very obvious choice for this one, mm-hmm. which I I think I'll just reserve for a honorable I'll, mention. I'll tell you this: what if it makes you feel any better? I did not pick an obvious choice. Okay. So, well, I I went I went a little further away from obvious just because I also really enjoyed this movie, and uh, and I I thought it was an interesting character, and I decided to not go with the obvious choice which I, I will put on my honorable mentions but i went with the female from under the skin mm, yes i that was almost mine scarlett johansson uh aside from her being fine uh just what a what a crazy weird movie really weird and interesting as hell and like i i just thought i thought the i thought the entire process of the movie was crazy with her like seducting men bringing them back like the whole, it, it was really kind of art housey too. The way that it all happened with them being in that dark, like pitch black room, and the men walking toward her, and she's yep. being all seductive, and they just kind of sink into the floor, and then eventually you see like the well, her you as know, a, the her as a character was awesome too, though, because you didn't know anything about her, right? Like it was, it was her character <clears throat> by literally knowing nothing about her <clears throat> made her more interesting. Exactly. And you start to kind of get the sense of what's going on by the end of the movie, but it's you really don't like yeah. the movies. The movies kind of uh, I Inocuous. wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's not I wouldn't say it's necessarily open ended, but like uh, she definitely has she has a really like crazy journey like internally throughout the movie, but you don't you can't really tell what she's going through because she remains pretty. Uh, like disconnected the entire time sure. emotionally sure sure but you can still tell that she's got something weird going on and like i said just what a what a weird cool movie but also like leaning more toward weird yeah. you know what i mean oh yeah for sure but the for sure. the end scene where she finally like peels off her skin and you just see this like pitch black alien 
and then the dude like runs up and that, the lights are on fire. Spoiler, spoiler alerts, but that, I, I just this, thought it was crazy. It was awesome. That could have gone for an incognito choice as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that, that that black alien looking thing, are, oh, it was, mm. that's mm-hmm. weird. It's one of the coolest reveals of an alien. It I really was, too. yeah. Um, for sure. So my um, my seductress is uh, is a little bit more on the on the comedic side. Mm-hmm. Um, from an aforementioned. Ah. Mars attacks. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and that is the uh, undercover Martian hooker woman who uh, <laughs> that uh, what's his name picks up. Oh, uh, why can't I think of his name? Uh, it's uh, 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 oh my god, guys! It's a little Weasley dude, yes, right? Uh, Martin Short. Martin Short. Martin yeah. Short, uh, who is the press secretary, I believe, oh uh, picks her up outside of the White House and invites her in. And what's crazy about her is that she is the weirdest looking female. You could possibly imagine with this giant head because it's covering their giant brains. It, but and it this lo- huge sixties style. It was like, like a giant beehive, <laughs> like B fifty two style haircut. Yeah, every single guy she walks past, they're like fixing their ties. <laughs> they're all looking good. He's all. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Yet every dude is just like all about her, and and it's fucking great. And I haven't I seen it. that movie in so long, but if I'm remembering correctly, too, like. Uh, because it's because it's one of the aliens in disguise, and they have the little tiny legs and the little tiny feet. Her stride, like her gait, so when she's, she's walking, floating. is like she's just kind of floating yep, yep, along. Yep. That was all. That was kind of spooky to me when I was younger. The fi- the kind of the way that she just sort of floated around. It was kind of like cousin it. Yeah. Cousin it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Because wasn't there wasn't there a couple times where and she was completely emotionless in the yep. face. Wasn't there like a time where Martin Short's going to like pour her a drink, and then like behind him she just floats up and it, when he turns around she's like standing right it's, there actually i believe it's when they're first entering the, the, the wing of the white house mm-hmm. he's talking like a lot of great men and women have walked through these halls now we're walking through these halls <laughs> and like as he's saying that she just whoosh, like right up uh-huh. beside him <laughs> yeah that was always spooky looking at me. Gr- it always just cracked me up too because it's so ridiculous and martin short plays it like comedically obviously but also very straight yeah. like he really <laughs> believes what he's saying uh-huh. <laughs> oh it's just great and like she's completely emotionless yet he thinks that she's just all about i don't know it's just fucking great mm-hmm. <laughs> i love it it's it's uh it's one of my mars attacks is one of my favorite comedies like of that of that genre yeah like, kind of mash up tons of celebrities in one movie kind of like, there's a weird offshoot of movie like, um, like meteor man did you ever see that meteor man it had, was that um, with, uh, what's his name? Was the, uh, I can't think of his name Steve now. Steve Martin wasn't in that one. No, 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 it was a, uh, it was an African, African-American of? actor who played the lead, and I can't think of his name. Uh, he played like a superhero, but there was like a oh, stacked um, cast, though. It was like every big actor known to man was like in it at the time. That wasn't one of the Wayans, was it? it no, that was Blank Man. Oh, Blank Man. That's but what Blank I'm Man, of, I think, yeah. was another one where they just had the like, cameos and like mm-hmm. big actors. There's like a whole weird subgenre of like that kind of movie yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mars Attacks is like my favorite out of out of those. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, uh, I think we're gonna move on to our top five now. Yeah. Here's the uh, the bread and the butter. The bread the, and the butter. The, the the bread and the biscuit. Yes. The butter and the brackish water. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I had for breakfast this morning. Butter and brackish water. <laughs> Makes a good smoothie. Oh, Lord. Sounds um, like a good laxative. <laughs> so these are these are just our top five aliens. They uh, There's no categories or, or anything. It's yep. just 
aliens from movies that we love, and uh, and I'll take it away here. Okay, do it. Um, this is a, an, another uh, newer movie, and one that, uh, I don't know, I just really love this movie. It scared scared me pretty good. Like, I, I'm still cap- capable of being scared by movies sometimes, and this was one of them. Honeymoon. Uh, do you remember this movie? I do, I do. Uh, the Wife, B, played by the lovely Rose Leslie from uh, Game of Thrones, if you're a Game of Thrones. Rose Leslie. Rose Leslie. <clears throat> and uh, a second secondary. Fine. Yeah. And actually, there's another, like I said, there was a connection between your Doctor Who and one of my top five. All right. This movie also has a connection to one of my top five, and it's the exact same movie that has the Doctor Who connection. Isn't that weird? Whoa. That's weird. That's Whoa. like the same thing as the guy with the shark that I rescued who was on the helicopter that, that you mentioned <laughs> earlier. Exactly, baby. It's all connected. <laughs> so for those, so, for, the, for those who don't uh, might not remember Honeymoon. Right. Uh, this was, I believe it's still, <laughs> you don't remember this movie? I, Come I, on. I do remember the movie. I actually completely forgot that there was aliens in it, to be honest with you. Um, well, you really don't find out until like literally the last yeah like i don't know two it's minutes it's been a of while we've watched a lot of movies since then so. uh, this movie is just spooky because it's like we all we all have had either we either have had trips where we've gone camping or or staying out in the sticks with our loved ones or we dream of going out and having this nice weekend away like or we dream of having loved ones <laughs> Oh, sweet Michael. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's 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 kind of this like picturesque weekend away for this uh, for this this newlywed couple. They go mm-hmm. out and they they rent this like uh, you know this quaint little cabin in the middle of nowhere. The, the shagging cabin. The shagging cabin. <laughs> and and shortly after they get there, uh, um, the the wife B she starts to act kind of strangely yeah. like uh, the husband wakes up at one point in the night and she's gone he can't find her anywhere he finally finds her and she, she's acting weird from there on out Doesn't like she make coffee by like doing something weird like I remember yeah, that, I remember he, that scene for some when reason? he when he finds her like she's in the middle of the woods naked yeah, standing with her yeah <laughs> standing with her back to him and just like. And that's I've I've explained that on the show before. Like, there's something about somebody facing away from you that's really spooky when you're trying to address them. Yeah. Because it's like you can't see what their face is doing, so you don't know what their intentions are. Blah blah blah. But he does that. It's it's a very tense, freaky moment. And then from there on out, yeah, everything that she's doing is really strange. Like uh-huh. she goes to make him French toast, but she didn't batter the toast. And then she goes to make him coffee, but she basically they had like one of those um. What are they? What 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 are French those? Press? No, the uh, the old ah uh, uh, shit. What's the hu- grinder? No, it's the 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 old coffee like the big tin pot that like a uh, percolator, a percolator coffee pot. I would not have known that in a million years. That's what that's that what called. those are called. And like he goes to pour his coffee, there's nothing in there, and she had basically just dropped a bunch of grounds in there, and like mm. no, so she's acting very yeah. strange. And then throughout the movie, like little hints of something weird going on keep going. Like there's a there's a a couple that she used to know from her childhood that are also acting very strangely. And then by the end of the movie, yeah, she's just full on alien. And you don't see any of the other aliens. Mm-hmm. Like you just see lights shining in the woods and stuff like that. It's all very yeah. Okay, now it's coming back to me. It's all very freaky. Like it, yeah. it's 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 exactly the way things would play out if you were experiencing an alien uh, situation yourself. Like you wouldn't necessarily 
like throughout the entire movie you have questions the entire time and you're seeing like weird lights and stuff like that but none of your questions are being answered and i feel like in a real life situation that's how those things would go you know yeah like not everything would be not everything would be completely obvious to you and then eventually you meet your demise and you have no answers which sucks (laughs) yeah i need to rewatch that movie it was so good i I, i've only seen it the one time when we did it for the show yeah um i actually recently bought it I recently oh, did you? Let's it watch so it again. I need to that was a that, good yeah. movie. I liked it a lot. All so right. that's my that's that's my number five. So my number five, I um, I, I knew I wanted this movie to be on my list. I didn't know where, and originally it was in sort of my bottom five. But as we were using, uh, as we were doing our favorite categories, some of those options got used up. And when I'm trying to figure out my my top five, I kept going back to this one, and I couldn't leave it off my list. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a little outside of the box. But it's absolutely alien comes from another planet, and that is Audrey Two. Audrey Two from Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, the alien Venus flytrap plant. There you go. <laughs> um, I love musicals. I love comedies. I love horror. I love plants that eat humans to stay alive. It's a it's it's a great combination. <laughs> uh, I I I love Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors is maybe one of my favorite. Like musicals. musicals in general, um, dude. Ever since, ever since we did the episode on uh, on Little Shop of Horrors, and I, I believe Sweeney Todd as well, mm-hmm. um, it, my love for that movie and especially the soundtrack has been yeah. revived. Like well, I listen to the soundtrack pretty regularly. I now. recently bought the soundtrack. Yeah. I found it on vinyl. Yeah. So I have that. So I've played that a bunch of times. I've watched the movie. I think twice since we've watched it. Like, I just love that movie. It's great. It's a great movie, and I love that character. It's so offbeat and it's so weird and it's so. I don't know. It's just it's just a really cool character, you know. And you don't think of you don't think of Audrey too as an alien, but it one hundred percent is an alien. Oh yeah. You know, hundred percent. It was now now oddly enough though, back the the original Audrey. Uh, in the 1960s, I want to say, the movie that, um, uh, what's his name, uh, starred in uh, Jack Nicholson. It was one of his very first movies, mm-hmm. if not his first movie. Yeah. Uh, Audrey 2 was not an alien in that version of it. Oh, really? Yeah, no, it was just a, it was like, just a, it was a carnivor- hybrid. carnivorous plant. Yeah. yeah. However, it wasn't until the Rick Moranis version that mm-hmm. they made it an alien and all that. But you know what? That counts. Plus, Le- Levi Stubbs. From the four tops as Audrey too. Yeah, man, Great. some of the some of the best vocal performances. Seymour Fain, me, <laughs> like, it's so good. I love How it. about that Audrey? Um, love it. And that yeah, by the end of the movie, it, I know there's two different endings to the movie too. There's like the happy ending, mm-hmm. and then there's the one where <clears throat> the plants take over the entire planet. I actually prefer that. Could, that. That, that actually could have been a world ender. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. But it's the alternate ending that not many people have seen. I so. love that ending. That's so the, that's my preferred ending for so, that movie. Oh, I, I agree 100. percent Uh, you got anything, Jay? I did not get a top five list for here for you. So, well, if you well, think of anything, if you think of anything, just jump in. Feel I'll let free, you man. gentlemen carry through it. All right, All right cool. James, number four for you. Um, so this is where my connections start coming in here. I said that uh, I had a connection to Doctor Who, um, and this movie features. Let me let me double check her name. I think it's Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. Are you caught up on Doctor Who? As of right now? Uh, yes. So Jodie Whittaker is the first female doctor in history. Right. Oh, the no, new, no. We didn't, maybe I didn't get that far yet. The new doctor is, is female. She's no. Pr- she's pretty not ugly. Played by, she's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, uh, we are caught up on Netflix or Hulu or whichever oh, okay. one it's on. So, so I think it's, I believe it's, a, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of behind too. So it's, 
It's the newest season, I believe. Gotcha. We have uh, not seen any of that yet. Um, so Jodie Whittaker plays the new Doctor. And then also the connection to my last movie, Honeymoon, which featured uh, Harry Treadway as the husband. This movie features his brother, Luke Treadway, who looks identical. I actually thought it was him the entire time. Um, this is from Attack the Block. Have you ever seen this movie? No, I haven't. Dude. I've wanted to. I've not seen it. The The aliens in this movie are so cool. They're like Critter meets Cookie Monster. That, that's <laughs> kind of what of, it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, they're like these big, like they in the movie they always describe them as uh, gorilla wolf monsters. Mm-hmm. They're gorilla wolf aliens. And they look like, they look exactly like that. They're like, they run like gorillas, but they're big and shaggy like wolves. And then when they open their mouth, they're, they're, Pac-Man. their jaws are these big glowing, like aquamarine mm-hmm. teeth. Mm-hmm. And they're really cool because I don't know if they did this because of the, the budgetary constraints on the movie, but the aliens themselves are, do you know what pentablack is? I don't. Pentablack is like the the darkest pigment of of black that you okay. can possibly like. I, if you if you look it up, it's it's wild. It's like um, it's so black that no light escapes it whatsoever. So it almost looks fake. Okay. It's very very expensive. I I always thought it would be like super cool to have a car that was pentablack because so it for would look... budgetary reasons they made the mouths pentablack. No, so the the entire uh, well the entire uh, uh, alien itself is pentablack except for the mouth, which is oh. that that glowing aquamarine. So like they're just these large like shaggy black shapes that run around, except for when they open their mouths, they've got that glowing the glowing teeth. That's actually that's really cool. And actually. it's fucking cool. And the movie like it mount it bounces back and forth between comedy and um, and and horror and action like really really smoothly. It's such a cool movie. You've never seen it? I've never seen it. No. Ma'am. Uh, I just watched. I don't see it. too many people talk about it either, though. Like I've heard of it, obviously, but like no, I've never. I, I think I think the only reason uh, the guys on um, uh, Beyond the Void talked about it at one point in time. Okay. I was like, damn, that sounds cool. I got to check that out. Check that out. It's such a cool movie. It's hmm. got a young uh, John Boyega. Okay. When he was 19 years old, he plays the lead in the movie. So. Hmm. What's the what's the look for? You said John Boyega, and I always thought I just immediately thought of John Voight for some reason. I'm like John Voightega, <laughs> John, John Boyega of Star Wars fame. Um, I I would say for you, if you if you check out this movie, you're gonna have to watch it on subtitles though. Oh, is it a foreign film? No, it's very very thick, like South London accents. Oh. And, I do sometimes have an issue with that. And they start every they start every sentence with fam, and they end every sentence with bruv. Yep, subtitles. <laughs> All right. So like, I find we got to deal with these aliens, bruv. <laughs> but it's like it's like it's it's kind of hard to understand at some point. Well, that was but like when um what movie was it? It was um a Daniel Craig movie. I had to, uh, I grow with a dragon tattoo. Mm. I had to watch that in subtitles. Mm-hmm. His accent is unchecked in that and it's <laughs> it's crazy thick i had a hard time even understanding what he was saying uh-huh. and i'd never even thought of daniel craig as having that hard of an accent but he does yeah it's crazy unless he put it on for that movie or is that his natural accent i think it's his natural accent okay i mean it could have been but i don't know um let's see here uh my number four my number four is uh it's a good guy alien oh okay. it's, a little, it's a friendly uh, and that is the uh the nti from 
The Abyss. Damn. Uh, the Abyss is, uh, I saw The Abyss very, very early on at a younger age. Well, the NTIs, plural. Well, the NTI. Well, yeah, non-terrestrial intelligence is what, they're, yeah. is what they stand for. And mm-hmm. uh, these are the underwater aliens from The Abyss. Not, not only is there a whole colony of them, but they also um, control the water and all the cool water effects <clears throat> in The Abyss mm-hmm. is, 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 is them. What I love the most about these aliens are, uh, I look at jellyfish as real-life aliens. This one was originally on my list, by the way. (laughs) Uh, I I look at jellyfish as, like, legit aliens that live on this planet, because (laughs) how can you not? Like, they glow, they're crazy fluorescent colors, they have no they have there's no body to them other than gelatin like like there's gelatinous weird creatures yet somehow they're alive i don't understand it it must be aliens well we were talking about that on a previous episode like the certain creatures under the sea octopi stuff like that they're so alien like sure to where that's earth's aliens it's gotta be right so i've always been fascinated by those types of creatures and so i remember when i was young when i saw the abyss i was just like oh my god like this is it, you know, like, um, and I've seen the abyss a thousand times at this point and it's never bad. It's just never a bad movie. Yeah. It's always good. And the aliens at the very end, they're like, they almost look like, like, like angels in a mm-hmm. way. I know that sounds really weird, oh, no, but they're so totally. angelic under the water with those super bright fluorescent lights and neon colors. And like, it's just super, super cool. The whole civilization they have, the whole everything. I just absolutely love them. And they're not there for like nefarious reasons. No, they're there studying humans and legitimately trying to help them. It's just that no one knows that they're down there. Right. Like it, it's cool. Like it's you said, they're great com- character. They're, they're compassionate. Like yeah, the only reason they're about to destroy the Earth at the end of the movie is because they think that humans are only capable of of bad. Mm-hmm. And then they realize when Ed Harris sends his uh, his message up to his wife that he loves her, they read his message and they're like, "Oh, humans humans are capable of good." They stop these like fucking tsunami waves from yeah. destroying the entire. Like they're, Earth. they're down there. They answer the message like. Check out this motherfucker. <laughs> Take a look at this motherfucker. <laughs> and, man, that whole scene, I, I, aside from the aliens, the scene where he starts the oxygenated liquid, yep. breathing it in, and then he descends into the abyss, and, like, they think he's going to, like, when he types back, like, I knew this was a one-way trip. Yeah. And he thinks he's going to die down yep. there, and then they come and say, oh, such man, a good that's movie. such a God, cool I have, like, movie. six movies to watch tonight alone. <laughs> God. It's even on my own list. I need to rewatch it. Guess it sucks. You got to open up tomorrow, huh? I know, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, the abyss. Uh, if you've not seen it, what are you waiting for? See it. It's amazing. What are you waiting for? Get your ass off. All right, number three. I was going to say get your ass off the couch, but that's kind of where you want to be. If you're exactly <laughs> where you want to be. All right. I'm going to continue with my number three. Let's swap it. Uh, okay. Yeah. All go right. ahead. Yeah. So my number three is I'm guessing is your number one. Putting that out there right now. Okay. Let's see if My you know number is. three is The Thing. <laughs> Don't tell me if I'm right. Don't tell me if I'm right. Okay. My number three is the the alien from The Thing, or The Thing from Another World, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not as a big... I was not as big of a fan of this movie as I think you were um, as of a few years ago. I had seen it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think I got it. It wasn't until we started talking about it, and then we watched it again 
for actually i don't even think i'd seen the whole thing through by the time we'd watched it uh, mm-hmm. for our episode i fell in love with that movie though oh, after yeah. we watched it for this episode i know that i'm way late to the party no one judged me for it i get it um i've i've rewatched it a, a couple times since though and there is granted the the effects in that movie are so good that you there's you can't not like it but the story and the way that the creature itself moves between people and like it just the whole thing is brilliant and awesome mm-hmm. and there's really nothing that I can say that people haven't said before. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the thing is my number three. Okay, so I do have the thing in my top three. I'm I'm gonna just swap it out with one of my. No, own. no, 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 keep it, keep I'm, it, keep I'm just keep telling it. you. I'm when it comes, I'm gonna tell you that this is the okay. spot that I had the thing in. But just for the sake of like keeping it light and fun. I'm going to swap it out for one of them. So my number three is the aliens from Fire in the Sky. Ah. And, uh, I mean, this is all pretty self-explanatory. This this movie is one of the most, as far as, like, realistic ab- abduction movies goes, of course, like, you know. We've talked about it on the show at length before. Like, it, realistic in terms of, like, what we think a realistic alien abduction would be. This is one of the most... Uh, damaging yeah you know like the the experimentations that they show uh db sweeney's character go through and then the effects that it has on him mentally afterwards the fact are so fucked up the fact that's based on a true story as well that too yeah is insanely terrifying yeah i i said that too uh not that too that in itself like the fact that it's actually based off of some some guy's like first-hand account of what he says happened that's yeah. just terrifying but the weird thing is that the aliens in the movie are not really they're not malicious like what mm, they what they I do what they do to him is really they're, fucked they're, up they're poking and prodding a whole lot well what they do to, malicious what they do to him is really fucked up but they're not like killing people you know true they're doing kind of they're doing what what we've always heard as like the class that the classic alien trope is they take you they do some experiments and then they put you back on earth yeah it, it, it's very, so it's it's very like cut and dry it's like, not independence yeah. day where they're coming down to like murder us all true you know what i mean but there's still something so frightening i actually originally had them as my favorite gray because uh in the movie they actually wear suits that are identical to uh, what we would consider the classic gray. It's like all it's yes. like an all silver suit with the big like slanted black eyes, and then he like he goes he ends up in the ship, and f- like finds those suits and 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 realizes that they're actually just <clears throat> wearing these suits. And then when he finally comes face to face with the real aliens, they're like these really ancient looking. Yeah, like pink, fleshy, weird beings, and then they do all this weird shit to him, and it's just so. The whole movie is very, I don't know, very chilling to oddly me. Oddly enough, um, as a juxtaposition to your your stance on them, mm-hmm. uh, those aliens, you know how much I love Fire in the Sky. Mm-hmm. Those aliens are not anywhere on my list. They weren't even in my top ten. Oh really? I actually don't like the aliens in that movie. Mm-hmm. I, I think that movie is far more effective without the ending scenes of him on the ship. Mm. I almost wish they would not have even shown the aliens. Like, even the experimentation scene and uh, stuff They like could that? have shown that part of it, but don't show the aliens. Mm-hmm. Just show their hands. or just show. I, I thought that the aliens were kind of hokey, okay. quite frankly, yeah. in this movie. Um, I'm Like I said, it's, no, it's, it's all, it's yeah, all yeah, opinion-based, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I love that movie. 
didn't care for the aliens in that movie as much, though. Okay. Like I said, they kind of look like Chuck E. Cheese aliens to me. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I don't know. But, um, yeah. All right, um, number two, James. What do you got? Number two. So this is the one that I swapped out. Okay. So I originally had The Thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I will, it wasn't your number one. I will stand firm mm. with The Thing as my number two. No, my number one is has specific reasons. Okay. But, uh, so... Uh, my number two, which would have been the thing I'm going to swap out for Xenomorphs. Ah, gotcha. From Alien. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could you do a top ten Alien movie, or a top ten Alien countdown and not include the Xenomorphs from the movie Alien? I agree. Right? Specifically, though, which version of Xenomorph? Um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm OG. Don't, don't say Queen. I'm OG. OG Alien. Very, yeah, the go. very first. Whether you want to... I mean, I kind of, I kind of consider all iter- iterations of them in that movie as one. So okay. the 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 face hugger, the chest burster, and the full size xenomorph, they're all one as sure, far as I'm sure, concerned. That. So like, that to me is uh, that's a. It's all one race, right? Yeah, yeah. They're just in in different stages of their uh, development, right? Yeah, exactly. So, plus H.R. Geiger design, yeesh. You can't really get better than that. You got a giant penis for a head, and, the, and I'm super cool with it. The xenomorph is 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 quite frankly one of the most terrifying on screen villains I think that that we've ever seen. Definitely, you know, way more terrifying than any type of slasher, or way more terrifying than any kind of crazy person or murderer or whatever, like or monster, because it's it's so visceral and it's because it mm-hmm. really is, you know, mm-hmm. and it's gross and it's and it's alien. Like, even monsters, for the most part. Stand on two legs and they're very, you know, human-like. Yeah. yeah. The, the aliens are not. They're they're how Geiger came up with these designs is beyond me because they're so far outside the realm of of what normal composition of bodies look like. Well, like it's such I mean, a weird. Have you thing. ever looked at his other artwork? Oh though? yeah. They're just they're right in line with the rest of his. Yeah. Like, whatever drugs he was doing, I want some. I've always loved the fact that they're they're like they kind of have the the look of biomech, but they're not biomechanical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they almost look like they could be half machine, but they're they, they're but not. They're, but they're not. Right. Yeah. It's like bio machine, like bio nanotechnology, <laughs> nano alien technology, nanotechnology. And, and there's something there's something very freaky about uh, uh, an, an animal or a life force or being or whatever that has one of its that has one of its main senses taken away that can still track you that well because they mm-hmm. can't see they have no eyes yeah. But they're still, but they, but they still can have the upper hand on you at all times because they're that much better than play, you are. Play the game Alien Isolation for yeah. Xbox uh, One. Mm-hmm. It's you get that first hand how scary it is to have an alien chasing you. Imagine playing that in VR. Oh my god, I want to <laughs> so bad. Oh yes. All right, what do you got for your number two? Um, my number two is something that we have not talked about yet. All right. Um, and that is uh, from a little movie called Alien: The Xenomorph. <laughs> oh damn it that is my number two all right so uh not much else to say because we just talked about it so all right well there you go give me your number one then my number one are a pair of grays yeah from a movie okay this is my favorite of, this is probably I, I thought long and hard about this um and even though even though I've only seen the movie, I think, twice at this point. 
it stuck with me mm-hmm. more so than signs more so than any of these other alien movies because i, I remember maybe because it was more recent i don't know mm-hmm. dark skies oh really yep the very That's your first, number the one very first movie you mentioned tonight wow. is my number one probably and it's it's for that reason of if you've ever been like me and you you not to quote Mulder here but you want to believe right mm-hmm. and you hear a bump in the house or whatever or you think of something or you see lights from the outside shining in your your shit at night you know and mm-hmm. you you get up like when I was a kid I would always I would get up and I would look up my blinds and I would look at the sky mm-hmm. I was I, I wanted to see a UFO so bad I wanted to see an alien so bad right mm-hmm. that scene that we talked about earlier on where the aliens are in the fucking kids room yeah and the mom just walks by and they're there and they look at her like that whole sequence uh, not to go over it because we already talked about it mm-hmm. I, I was trying to play it down when you talked about it before <laughs> i didn't want to get too excited about it that sequence is quite possibly one of the scariest sequences i've ever seen mm. um and and it, I, I i i tried to place this elsewhere literally nothing on this list affected me the way that did even the signs alien even the grave mm. from signs affected me hard mm-hmm. this one though maybe because i'm older it, i didn't have such a visceral reaction to it sure you know but you know when i'm looking at it, though it, that that right there is the epitome of what i think of aliens and of what i think of of close encounters and what i think of is them coming into my room at night via tractor beam john deere style <laughs> and just being in my room like waking up like waking up out of a dead sleep and seeing Set, you know eight pairs of black eyes looking at me like mm-hmm. that that's like the scene in my head that i play when i think of aliens right on. and i'm really glad i that can't I, I i can't i couldn't get away from it it had to be that scene i'm glad that you went in the direction of classic aliens for your top one because i went in the direct opposite direction okay so i'm glad that you did that because it, i i this trying to trying to narrow these down into a top five or even a top ten is like it's super hard. It kind of sucks, actually. It does. Because um, I agree with you. Like, there's there's that classic feeling of an alien where you're just thinking, like, and and the way you describe it, too, is perfect. You know, like, you wake up in the middle of the night and you see the lights in your room and 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 the tractor beams and all that shit. Like, that's, that's deeply affecting to me when I go back and think about it in my child's mind, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I decided to go in a different direction for my top one, and this is just because uh, this it's it's mostly aesthetic. Like this is my top favorite looking alien of all time. If I could commission somebody to build me this suit tomorrow, I would pay the money and I would wear it everywhere I went. And that is the Predator. Ah, oh, yeah, dude. I. Uh, it's it, like I said. It's 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 purely aesthetic. I mean, I I love especially the original Predator movie. Uh-huh. Um, I I all the other ones hold a special place in my heart for for the most part. There's some stinkers in there, but uh, uh, I I don't know. Like it's just the, I think it's the look of the Predator. It's it's the uh, it's the attitude too, right? It's the yeah. It's it's like how badass he is. Like there's there's this one there's one scene like because when you think about Arnold, like he's just this fucking like he's He Man, you know? Sure, sure. Or he's Conan. Conan. Sorry, he's Conan. He's not yeah, not He Man. He's Conan <laughs> the Barbarian. He's he's Mister Universe. He's Arnold. And there's this scene in the original Predator 
where when you think about Arnold and his 22 inch biceps or whatever the fuck they are and like that they're, was Hulk Hogan. <laughs> they're they're squaring up against each other and and Arnold tries to like look tough in front of him and then here's the predator towering over him like a like foot yep. and he does that uh um he does that like where he spreads his arms out to his side and just like roars at him and for some reason that has always stuck in my head as just like the most badass thing ever yep and the mask like you know i'm a good you know i'm a sucker for a good mask like he's got the coolest mask the dreads like the weird like they're not dreads but they kind of are Tent, i just tend to dreads yeah i just everything about the predator i love as a character like regardless of whether or not the movies have always been that stellar just the character of the Predator has always been my favorite alien. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. It's definitely on my um, uh, honorable mentions list. Definitely. I just could not seem to fit it in anywhere uh, anywhere that made sense for me. You know, I love the Predator too. I love that character. Um, but for, like I said, I'm, I'm happy you put it on there because I feel like it would have been missed if one of us didn't have yeah. it. I was getting kind of worried, though. I actually did think about this when we were approaching our top three. I'm like, I hope he has it because uh, well, it has not been mentioned yet. <laughs> I feel like you can't do a top ten aliens list without having Xenomorph and the Predator on there. You know what I'm I mean? Ha- yeah, yeah. I'm happy that we did, one of us didn't have Xenomorph at the very top, though. Yeah. That's a little bit too easy. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's a, I, like that to me was I was like oh well obviously the top three are going to be this this and this but it's when you really start to think about the movies and how, how they affect you it's it's, yeah. it's kind of a different thing sure. like you I I would have never guessed that Dark Skies would have been your top one but I was really glad that it was because yeah. that scene I just couldn't get away from it I don't even know that I realized until today that it was my favorite it's just I'm thinking about it I'm, I'm playing all these scenes over my head and thinking about these different aliens I could not put anything higher than it I just mm-hmm. couldn't do it yeah you know, like I said, it wasn't. It's not even like it's a movie I've seen a thousand times, but it was that effective. But to it me evokes when I saw that. It. It, it evokes that feeling of being a kid and like and and fearing exactly fearing what was out there. Maybe yeah. it's because I'm getting older and I just want to be a kid again. <laughs> Amen. All that right. Well, uh, do you have any honorable mentions that you honorable want to throw in? Honorable mentions for me: Killer Clowns. I want to put the Killer oh, Clowns yeah, in there course. somewhere. Yeah. Couldn't fit them in. Uh, obviously, Predator. Et. Et for E.T. sure. He's kind of a little bitch of an alien, but uh, E.T. The faculty? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. The, the f- faculty was going to be my incognito. Yeah. It was one of my incognito choices, but I figured you were going to take it. And I'm like, you know what? It's not one of my favorite movies. I love it. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like a top favorite of mine. See, so. I, didn't, I didn't know if that was a... Because I, I never knew... Did she steal Mary Beth's body? Like, was that an actual human body she was in? No. But was that an I, incognito or was that a body snatcher no, type No, I think it was an incognito. I okay. don't think Mary existed before... Right on. Before, before right her. On. Okay. Um, I... she she incognitoed a real nice set of breasts too. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say that. That's real incognito, gang. <laughs> incognito. <laughs> um, I don't. Uh, I'm sure I have other. Oh, species. I figured. Okay, so species was a very easy one for seductress. And I know that's probably the one that you didn't want to choose either. That's the one I didn't want to yeah. choose, yeah. And let's be honest, she's not that good of a character. I didn't choose her because she's No, pretty... she's just she's just really cool looking. To Kinda. me. Kinda. Yeah. She's got that she's got that same yeah. kind of HR Geiger feel to me. Yeah, I don't know. To me she just looks like she looks like a Star Trek character. Quite uh, frankly. Yeah, probably. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, just, I never thought there was anything crazy special about her. Uh, the, on, the only other thing I have as far as honorable mentions are District 9, the prawn from District 9. I do like the prawn, too, um, and I love uh, I love Bloomcamp's stuff. I just, I don't know. His the, the they're, they're cool. Yeah. They fit that movie. They're cool. They're not better than any of the ones that, that we mentioned. Cool beans. Cool. Hey, cool beans, Bloomcamp. Cool beings. <laughs> Cool beings. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. All right. There's probably tons that we're missing. And uh, let us, if you listen to this, let us know on any one of our social media yeah, accounts balance. what you think are your top 10. If you want to give us your top 10, go for it. Mm-hmm. If you want to give us your top one, go for that as well. Yeah, do it. Um, well, that's it for this week. Then. Also, hey. tell us your 11th. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Which one just didn't make the cut? <laughs> what if they just want to give us their top? Just the top. <laughs> just, just you give, give us the top, we'll power the bottom. <laughs> what does that even mean? You know what it means. All right. That'll do it for this week. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. You can also find us on all major streaming sites. You've already found us, so tell a friend. Tell all your friends. If you want to find J-Raj, you can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording. And also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. Mm. God, that felt good. Yeah, I didn't even mouth the words along with them. <laughs> this time, I just wanted to hear you say it. We we butchered it. We actually did it. I'm going to say this. We held the fort down to where the walls didn't fall down of the house. <laughs> But nothing but, compared but, to what but, you just did. But everyone still died inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, too. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. Are we doing the Wheel of Pizza Death, uh, or what are no, we doing? No, because my phone died. Oh, <laughs> so, I see. Okay. Actually, you know what? You know what? Do you have any ideas for next week? I do. I do. Give me give me what talk about something for one second here. So, Jay. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, did you see any in- anything interesting while you were snorkeling? Uh, no. There was, like, some eel-type fish. That was interesting. What if you found the same bouncy ball or another bouncy ball in, like, the same spot? Because I... So, I I don't know if you knew about this, but I was snorkeling... uh, When we went to go to... uh, I I can't remember the... Some some bay we went to go snorkeling in when we were in Hawaii. It was closed, like, 15 minutes later. So, we didn't get a full snorkel in, right? So the next day, we just went to the beach, and I went out with my snorkel gear because I bought snorkel gear, and we went out into the... I I went out, and Aaron was still back on the beach. Sure. I went out, like, probably, I don't know, 50, 60 yards. The water was about maybe 20 20 feet. And I dove down, and I was like, what is this? What is this thing on the bottom of the ocean that I'm seeing? And I dove down... And it was a damn rainbow bouncy ball stuck in between two rocks. Oh, man. And I was just like, why is this here? And where is the dead child that this belonged to? Uh, it, it Definitely eaten by a shark, right? Definitely. I, definitely. I think it's safe to say that that's what happened. Yeah. It was just so, it was like, it was just this weird, surreal feeling of like, this ball shouldn't be here. Did you swim back to the top as fast as you could after oh, that? Oh, I got out of there quick. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't feel right. Anyway, go ahead, Mike. All right, we have a choice. Yeah. I'm going to let you guys pick. Okay. We can either do an actor spotlight on Vincent Price. Okay. Or we can do an episode called Stay for the Pay, which is The House in Haunted Hill and The Haunting. That's interesting because, uh, okay. Um, (laughs) Well, The House in Haunted Hill would be the remake. Right. Would be the remake and then a movie called The Haunting, obviously. Not The Vincent Price, House in Haunted Hill. 
Um, I'm going to go the the latter route because I haven't seen The House on Haunted Hill in a while. Thank the you. The remake, and I love that movie. I've been wanting to watch The Haunting forever, oh, which is nice. why this is on my list. I'm happy you chose that. So there we, we go. That's Next why we week, work well together. Stay for the pay. I guess my vote doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been two out of three anyway. But I was going to choose that same option. So. Good. All right. Uh, okay, so next week, stay for the pay, House on Haunted Hill, and The Haunting. All right. That's it. That's, That's it. What we're doing. All right. Well, hey. Good episode, Jay. It's great to have you it's, back, man. It, it, it feels is glad good. to be back. It feels right to have you back. Yeah, oh, this is good. Everything's right, right in the world. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Try to have a good night. <laughs>